welcome to the Aging Millennials Podcast. This, like right in front of the mic. Oh, a pop filter. That, yeah, like it, I thought that was like a spit guard. Pop filter. No, it's like to keep the, the P's the, and the, S's. Right. So I'm going to. Say P again. P. No, you're, he's cool. <laughs> I thought he was popping. I thought oh. I was going to give you my pop filter because I have this on. on pop, the... lock it, drop it. Pop, and lock, pop it, drop lock it, drop it. it. Do you do All the right, P so test? Hey, oh. We're live. All right. <laughs> this is the Aging Millennials podcast. Welcome, everybody. Um, this is a historic day on the Aging Millennials podcast because we have our first in-studio guest with us today. Uh, we're very excited. We have the notorious, the infamous Ryan Zussman. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. We're excited to yes, have you. Yes, your friend and ours, Ryan Zussman. Thanks for coming to the program. You know, I have to uh, ask you, how does it feel being an aging millennial? Not great. Um, <laughs> no, it hurts a little bit. Yeah. A little uh, pain involved. There's just a lot of things that, that you know, I know you had Ryan Nolan on here recently. He was talking about heartburn and he was, whatnot. He was having trouble with uh, going to the bathroom. Yeah. Bathroom problems. Bathroom uh, problems. Well, I'm not quite there yet. Uh, so Ryan, was, Ryan's a little older than me. I like to throw that seconds, out. How many seconds was that before we started talking about poop? Oh, 15 gosh. seconds in? Imme- I, immediate apology to all the women out there. I'm sorry. We're very sorry. We're working on the poop thing, but it's just, <laughs> no, no, no. it always it, goes there. It's that kind of show. It's fine. Yeah. It's a great show. We we like to keep the lady listeners around, and they don't like the poop stuff. Either way, hey, problems oh. are what they are. Problems I mean, are what they are. I, I mean, uh, Emily's going to listen to this, right? Ask her. Oh, yeah, probably. Emily, does the poop talk? Does it bother you? Yeah. My wife doesn't particularly care for it. Look, one thing... And your I, mom probably doesn't Listen, like listen. One well, thing at a time here. You said heartburn. We're not talking that's, poop. Yeah, yeah. I, I brought up the poop. Yeah, exactly, John. You're the poop bringer-upper, so... It's me. I, I have heartburn so bad, like, it, it's... Everything gives su- it to I me. I suffer from GERD. GERD, well. yeah, that's that's what I have too. Mm-hmm. So um, I feel like that is my, where I'm at at my aging millennial point. Things hurt on me that like never did before. Well, when you're not parent, that old though. You're you a know? dad too, so you probably got it in the lower back pretty good. Oh yeah, but um, do certain things uh, cause this heartburn? Or is it just in, like whenever you eat, or uh, just in general? Usually, like like having a fine glass of wine right now. This will probably. I mean, I yeah. take medicine, so it doesn't, it, you know, it, it keeps it under, under control for the right. most part. Like, but like Zantac. I'll do a Pepsid yeah. now and again. Oh, I like yeah. the chalky Pepsid. It feels like it's like tamping down. I get it when I eat too much is usually my problem. Sure. Mm-hmm. Like I can't eat too late and then lay down. Oh, yeah, that I'll do it too. kills me. Mine doesn't hurt so much as I get a cough. Like my throat gets irritated. It's completely diet related, like completely. Yeah. For sure. But anyways, I've had it before. I think, yeah, it definitely is part of be aging like well, you we get like it to, more we like to start out the episodes by uh bitching and moaning <laughs> yeah. about all the things that hurt talking like, about poop poop we Cr- cover cranky poop, old man. aches and pains uh we complain about the youngsters it, um, it uh, i love it though I, i've got two kids for those that don't know two and 10 months now or a two-year-old so two years two, year, two years old and 10 months old yeah wow what's life like um good god man it is busy busy it's it's awesome though it's so cool to watch them grow up and and mm-hmm. learn and i don't know like my two-year-old is hilarious i i think like we'll be eating dinner just sitting here like we are right now and he'll just he'll just stare at me right and he'll, he'll be eating food <laughs> and then like he'll like make this like weird like smile at me and then he'll just <laughs> he'll just fart and like 
And he thinks that's funny. And he's like, Jameson's so funny. Like, oh, you know what? Because yes. little kids know that fart. Again, here we are with the farting and the poop. <laughs> little kids know that farting is funny. Yeah. I think maybe it's because we laugh at them when they fart. Yeah. Maybe. So we're teaching them that farting is funny. But there's something inherently funny. Like a kid will, a little tiny toddler will like fart and then like look at you and start laughing. It's, di- it's like a distinctly human trait. I mean, yeah. our, who are we to deny our primal roots? I wonder when the first, like, when did farting become funny, right? Like, there were cavemen, and they farted, and it was just part of their, like, normal behavior, and they didn't think anything of it. It might, it's like, like startle them or something. Yeah, that's what, that, that, <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say, it, like there's something animal, about... Like, a monkey doesn't fart and think it's funny. Some probably do, right? There's something about the spontaneity. Like the one that smelled his finger but, and fell Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's something yeah. about the spontaneity of it, like... You, it, no, like when it, you don't know it's coming, like it just boom out but of nowhere. Then, but sound. then there's also when when it's done on purpose, Man. when it's like one is ripped and then laughed at. Does your other son laugh when that happens? He farts, but he doesn't laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's he's just a baby. Yeah, yeah. He's... No, you got to get to about two until oh, it's funny. You get aware. So yeah. how old how old is Jameson? Like he's two, and how many uh, months? A couple months. Because um, my uh, Millie is like two and a half. Yeah, because she, she was born in January. January, right? yeah. Okay, yeah. They're, and they're she's starting to put like like three-word, four-word sentences together. Mm-hmm. It's so cool, man. I don't know if Jameson is doing that yet, but wait, it's oh. the coolest thing ever. Well, when they're like speaking to you, <laughs> blows your mind. Wow. The other night I walked into his room and Emily was like, I, so like my work schedule, he goes down before I get off work, but I like, I'll take a break and just go and say goodnight, you know? Well, nice. So Emily was like getting him ready for bed. She's putting his pjs on i walk in the room i'm like i'm like good night poo poo and he just without missing a beat he looks straight at me and just like good night penis <laughs> I, was well, like, I mean how? it's definitely your kid Why? how did you yeah, learn that I, I can't deny him i mean no he's, he's he already you. thinking like me. he belongs <laughs> he belongs That's to my you. son i gotta That's ask, my son. I, I gotta ask both of you as a single bachelor childless man uh what what was the gap for you? I mean, obviously, we all have, like, as a guy right now, I can imagine in my mind what it's like to have a kid. You know, obviously, I see my friends having kids. I see well, kids it's nothing the like you think it is. Right? I'll tell you that. <laughs> Especially for a guy with two kids. Like, what what I know, you, like, what's the biggest gap from what the reality is to how you thought the it amount, was? How, which, how the you amount thought of labor be. involved. The <laughs> amount of sheer work that's involved in parenting. Yeah. I, I totally had, I mean, my conception of what it was going to be is like one tenth of what it actually is Gosh. it's it's a there's definitely a lot of time you have to invest of course but i don't know um like you you know you talk about how you have your um, leather hobby right right like i don't even know how you have time to do that that's that's great I'm, I'm, well I, the only reason i can do it is because it's like one of the only things i can do while i'm watching millie i watch millie in the afternoons mm-hmm. And I, we set up at the table, and she's got her her crayons, and she's coloring. I'm doing my leather, which you know what? Speaking of, I got something I want to give you. Here. This guy, wow. so many firsts on this episode. I know, I know. He's he's uh, he's a freewheeling guy. He he's a he's a hobby collector though. This guy, he starts making wallets. He starts building drum pedals. I mean, jeez. Yeah, <laughs> Thanks, dude. Oh, cool. That is great. Look at the name of his. Look at the name of his uh, leather company, Cutlass and Scabbard. C- <laughs> Cutlass and Scabbard, man. Leather goods, John. Fine this leather is goods. fine leather goods. This is great. Like it. This is it's Thanks, pretty man. cool. Right? Very well made. It's 
one I mean, of my first tries. Keep yeah, that. That's keep in mind, I know nothing about like leather and, and whatnot, but just it, it feels nice. I've recently switched over to nice. the the thin. Yeah, it smells really nice. It's good Italian. It's Italian leather. leather yeah. Um, switched over to the front pocket wallet. Hmm. It's wow. It's not. It's nice. Saves a lot of weight. Saves a lot of bulk. Like. You just toss it in there. With Did you keys? used to put your wallet in your back oh, pocket? Oh, yeah, man. I had one of the big George Costanza wallets. Gosh, that's uncomfortable to sit on, isn't well, it? Yeah, it is. You know, it's funny. Is, uh, before we started, before we all sat down, I actually shifted my wallet from my back pocket to yeah. my front pocket. You have pocket. to because you sit like crooked. Yeah, it's bad I, for the I, back. I never put my wallet in my back pocket in my life. I was like a wallet uh, phone keys guy forever. Well, yeah, that's the triple tap, as we call the it. Tap. The triple tap. <laughs> yeah. I like that. And it was bulky. I mean, I had like... Triple A card, like everything you could possibly think of in there. Yeah. Now I just put a few things, few essential items in this little leather, you know, sleeve and I'm done. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I don't really ever carry cash anymore. So right. this is perfect. You know what I, what I do is I fold up a, a crisp 50 and duck it in there just in case. Have you heard that we're moving towards like a true cashless society? Well, I mean, I think that's inevitable. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That, that's been inevitable for a while. Hmm. Yeah. Much to the chagrin of our friendly neighborhood mobsters and drug dealers <laughs> what are they gonna do man the cash app i don't work in the barter system i don't know how i feel about that though i don't want any one entity to have control over yeah all it's the troubling. money so. it's troubling and and it's also like just random in the cloud numbers you know it's nice when you can say no this is my value on this paper right here. Oh, well, that it's blown out. I mean, all the money we printed, like it used to be tied to gold. Like there it was, a, there was a gold value to money. Now, now, now it's, it's just a, paper. It's worth nothing compared to gold. Yeah, have you ever, have you ever noticed? I saw this picture one time. It absolutely blew my mind. You know how our money has different like hues? Like, um, within each like, note? Yeah, like they have a little different coloration to them. Like, mm. Hundreds look sort of blue, whites or ones look sort of white. If you've never noticed it, lay out some crisp dollars and they all have different sort of hues to them. It, they're the same hues as Monopoly money. Really? No way. Yeah. Intentionally? I don't know. Wow. But it's wild. That's a wild fact. Fact. Yeah. I haven't Brilliant. seen a $100 bill since my kid's been born. So <laughs> <laughs> I've seen them. They just come in the form of big boxes full of diapers. <laughs> diapers are expensive. How much are diapers? Like forty bucks for a box of like a hundred and twenty. Jeez, and that lasts a while though, right? No, Not as long as you'd think. Gosh, how many diapers a day does a kid go through? Seven. Ah, here we go. Back to the seven poop. Seven diapers. Poop back on the poop. Back on the poop. Seven again. diapers. Yeah, or more. Sometimes, maybe a couple yeah. less. Sometimes That's significantly more. Absurdity. Well, one first thing in the morning, and then another one, and all day long you're changing diapers. I mean, this is unsustainable. Like, they, there's no way. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this much. I'm sure not going back to the way they used to do it and d dunking them in the toilet and stuff. You know, that's what they used to do. Dunk them in like the toilet. Like cloth diapers? Cloth diapers. Yeah. You would dunk them in the toilet and then wash them out in the sink. My, oh, my. Horrendous. Savages. I know people that have done the cloth diaper thing. I There's no way. No I, there's, chance. There's, not there's, happening. There's been diapers I've, like borderline vomited cleaning up oh they're they can be really nasty <laughs> like i would throw every cloth diaper away I when you never when emily gave them. birth did you have that one where it was like apparently when when the baby is inside of the mother it's not pooping poop again. well there's an umbilical cord it doesn't poop through the umbilical cord the umbilical well, it like cord exchanges accepts, it exchanges like no it food just provides or... like nutrients oh but the poop like 
is stored up in the baby for the whole nine months. And then once it's born, like a few hours later, it does this like Armageddon poop. Where it's like poop from like months and months stored up. It's like, oh my God, this came out of this child? It's like tar. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Horrible. Oh my god. Yeah, it's really nasty. Jeez. Well, wow. actually, Jameson. So Emily, when, when we were in the hospital for Jameson, um, she got up to go to the bathroom and then like, all of a sudden, like eight nurses ran the room and they're like, lay back down, sweetie. Like, we're like, <laughs> like, what the hell is going on? Like, is everything okay? Jameson pooped while he was inside of Emily still. Ooh. So it like, it, yeah, you know, everything, that could, that could everything was okay. Right. And the, um, and he, you know, the delivery was fine. It, it was a, lo- a, a long one. Like I feel bad for her. the girls have it so rough. Like we have, <sighs> oh, yeah. we don't, like, we don't do anything like, dude, well, Brittany tried to do it like, you know, without drugs. She was oh. like, I'm going to be tough. You know, I'm just going to, I don't need drugs, whatever. I'm tough. And How long did that like, last? It, well, it lasted so long where it was like, you really should have decided that you were going to do drugs at first because now like you got to get the guy with the card and it's a whole thing. Uh, I've, I've never seen, process, I mean, yeah. the pain dude is like, yeah, man. Yeah, it's like I, trying to poop a cantaloupe. <laughs> you know what that would or feel wa- like? Wa- yeah. I guess not watermelon, but yeah, cantaloupe. Or more of your cantaloupe. Ugh. Yeah, you know, I got to say, you know, you, uh, nature has a way. I mean, you just go about it uh, when you're younger, not realizing that that's the end result. Like that's, uh, you know. But you also don't realize until you're in the middle of that and you look look in there and there's like hair. And it's like your kid's head. Like it's real. It gets real. There's a kid right there. That feeling is like the most amazing, crazy feeling in the world. A new life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, things uh, are getting interesting here on the Aging Millennial Podcast. Uh, that's what we we're do. We're venturing into the miracle of life. <laughs> you know, there's I I wanted to apologize. I got I have something for each of you that I wanted to apologize about. Um, <laughs> it's a confessional time. Okay. Yeah, bring it on. Confessional. I'll, I'll start with John. Um, it still haunts me to this day. But um, we were driving from here back up to Tallahassee, and I don't know if you remember this. So we're on um, what I I ten. So, uh, yeah, well, it's 75 up to 10. Yeah, we were on 10, like right. almost there. And there's a, you know, we're driving down the road. I, I, I was driving in my, my Tahoe and John always refused to buckle up. He's like, oh, it's a tank. Like, I don't need a seatbelt. I'm like, wait, whatever, John. <laughs> I was wondering how long it was going to take you to bring that up. Well, that's not why, uh, why we're, why the, to be fair up, though, that car was like ridiculous. Like the, the seats were just like big armchairs of the thickest cushions you <laughs> yeah, could possibly think of. Ride, and the way. thing is like this, what is this, a Suburban or something? Tahoe. A Tahoe. A Tahoe. Like you're not going to get hurt in that thing. I Now, kids, buckle up yeah. for safety. But <laughs> Such no, an there, millennial there, thing to there's, say. There's multiple John car stories we can get into. But oh, yeah. it's kind of hard to do beer bongs when you're buckled into your seat. <laughs> you know? Well, we weren't even doing anything bad. So we're, we're just driving this like uh, next to us to our left, this cars rolling by of some attractive females and I, like there's you're only going to tallahassee at that yeah, point it's right? clearly you're on your way back and i'm like i don't know i got this like great idea like john let me see your hat i'm gonna just hold the hat that up that was you oh yeah i thought that was trevor that <laughs> no. trevor mirror that did that no i have a, I have a distinct memory 
of Trevor grabbing my, maybe it happened to me twice <laughs> grabbing my hat off my head and throwing it out the window on the interstate just so, no let, reason so, so, <laughs> no, no, but no. it was you let, let him finish I didn't, you let I just throw it out the window you take I just, his hat off you so, put it out the window, it out the window and it I blew said, away I said, I'm like John can't be your hat dude let's let's let him know we're, we're going to like like what stay, oh they see stay. they see this hat like oh we definitely gotta meet up with these guys guys pull over we're going to Florida State too and then you just roll out the window like Exactly. <laughs> it was immediate too. As soon as I put my hand out the window, the hat just flew and off. From my perspective, it looked like he threw my hat out the window. No. The girls speed off and like, right. what the hell did you do that for? They laughed at it. They were just laughing. And like, I just slowed down. I was embarrassed. And John's like, dude, we have to go get my hat. <laughs> I'm like, John, we're like, we're going know. 80 miles an hour. How far back do you want to walk? <laughs> Like, I'll just buy you a new one. So what I wanted to say was I'm sorry because I don't think I ever bought you a new hat. That's fine. It's water under the bridge. Thank, thank that's you. A, that's I, that's, I, that's a great, a though. That's like as a, as a, that's almost well, like one a, time, a movie moment. Trev and I were going on the interstate back to Tallahassee, and he had this, uh, you know, it's like a Suzuki oh, yeah. Jeep. Yeah, like yeah. not a real Jeep, but like a Suzuki Jeep. You know what I'm talking about? It was red. I think so, yeah. It's like a, you know, like it's like a Jeep where it's got a canvas top. Okay. Down. No, I think I remember Trev driving that. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, incidentally, on a side note, the windows never worked. <laughs> and then on Christmas one year, the windows worked. And then after Christmas, they stopped working. <laughs> on Christmas it was, it was Day. A Christmas miracle. <laughs> <laughs> so that car was like, you've been a good boy. You can open your windows. But we're going down the interstate. And the fucking top flies off of the thing. <laughs> the, the whole entire canvas top of it just goes flying off the back. And Trevor's like, oh my God. Pull over to the side. And it's not on the side of the road. It's in the middle of the interstate. In the middle of like two lanes. We're running out, dragging it back over to the side. That was scary. <laughs> Did oh, you put yeah. it back on? Or you put yeah. It? Wow. That's great. We used to do some crazy stuff on those car trips back and forth to Tallahassee. Drive safer next time. <laughs> so now, Matt, for, for your apology, um, I don't know if you remember this, but so you remember when Ryan Nolan and I le- lived together in Tallahassee? Sh- oh, surely. Chieftain Green was the oh, name man. of the place. Great. Chieftain Green. Yeah, like, come, what are you thinking? <laughs> what, naming I mean, that's going to that? be obvious. I'm out of control. Like, and and every, we were on Nugget Lane. That's true. That's true. But um, I was gone for the weekend. This could be the same weekend I lost John's hat. I I, I don't know, but I um. You were really you and Nolan like, were hanging really, really out really and you were like, like, Hey dude, do you remember or do you mind if I like stay in your room? I was like, Oh yeah, yeah, no, I don't I don't care, whatever, have fun for the weekend. So, you know, well I think that you guys went out somewhere and you brought a, a friend home or whatever. Sure, so sure. um obviously everyone was drinking and the next morning when y'all woke up, uh she wanted water. And like I wasn't there for this. This is all like secondhand of course, but I th- I don't even know if we were twenty one yet, honestly. <laughs> And I, that's the only reason I can think why I would have a water bottle full of vodka in the fridge. And so Matt goes and gets this poor girl this bottle of water to rehydrate in the morning. And she, he gives it to her. And she, like, takes a huge gulp and, like, just loses it. And she's like, are you trying to kill me? So sorry about that. Man. So You're going to get Matt canceled if you're not careful. I, I, no, I accept his apology. I mean, there was there was a moment there where I looked like a complete animal. Like <laughs> where, where, where Jesus, the poor, wrong with you? the poor girl. I mean, we literally, you know, had a, a night of, uh, of drinking. Raucous love and making. She, <laughs> well, there was a point where, you know, she wanted some water. You right. Know? Yeah. And, yeah and, sure. and, and, and as a gentleman, I'm like, 
oh, no problem. I'm, I will go get you some water right now. And I went downstairs, and of course, in, in the fridge, it's like... A bottle of water. And it looks cold, nice, cold and frosty. Fresh, clean bottle of water. And I go, great. And she's like, oh, thank you so much. <laughs> Takes off the cap, and just like he said, as, and right, clips it back because that's your going, Chuck. <laughs> and as soon as, like, it spews oh. it all over the room, he looks at me and goes, what's wrong with you? I will never uh, yeah. drink Sorry about liquor that. out of a water bottle and again. I, I'm like, honey, I am so sorry. Anyways, I have, yeah, one, I I have one experience party. with that. When we were in college one time in at UF, somebody had a water bottle of uh, whiskey. Sure. And I'm well, like, that's pretty oh, obvious. big man, I'm going to like chug this water bottle. It wasn't a whole whole one. I mean, it was half one or something. But I chugged like half a water bottle of whiskey. And like I, my dad had bought me this really nice watch in the Caribbean. And like I woke up and the watch was gone. Yeah. Like I felt horrible. Like. That you got to learn those hard lessons. Sometimes. Dude, those yeah, those kids from uh, UF used to pass around like a bottles of Southern Comfort and Jim Beam and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, I remember a couple get, times you know I was like, "Do is get one of those, uh, you know, the fake lime juice that you get from the store that comes in like the lime shaped squeeze yeah. bottle." They would get a bottle of Southern Comfort and one of those and yeah. just drink those. So I guess in order to go to UF, you needed mm-hmm. jean shorts and a bottle of Jim Beam, you know, yep. and a tucked in polo shirt and a visor. God, and a bad attitude. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I actually sometimes think that I should have gone to UF instead of FSU. Oh, God, slander. I, no, really. I mean, that was it's a good school. It is a good even, school. I didn't even apply. I only applied to FSU. You're the guy who said, like, college was a waste of time anyway. Right. Well, maybe it wouldn't have been if I went to UF. No, I don't. Nothing could've, against could've, FSU. Could have, would have, It is what you make of it. Um, right. I had a really good time any time that I went to Gainesville. Yeah, so did I. Um, it, it, like, I, I thought it was fun. I, I like Tallahassee. I like the area a lot better. It's further too, which is like it's always really far. It would have been nice to be able to, actually. Yeah. I used to have a great time when I would go to Tampa and hang out with Matt. Dude, Tampa's fun. <laughs> I really I like St. Pete a lot. Charlie Coker yeah. used to live there, so Gosh, I would St. Pete is go a cool visit city. a lot. And that yeah, I I could go like St. Pete. St. Pete and, and now still, has so many breweries cool. and and just like just fun things to do. Like you just walk around and like St. Pete's super cool. But it's, it's, it's just an art. Arti- but I could do without like the level of junkies that are Yeah. There. We talked about this on the podcast. Yeah, I mean, that kind of bugs me as a, being look, there anytime you have an art, any city, though. any, anytime, yeah. but especially when you have an art, artistic enclave, right. You're, you're always going to have any kind of interesting culture. There's your junkies. Right. Yeah. And there's going to be, Unfortunately. A, there, there's going to be a drug culture and with drug culture is going to be homelessness and desperation. Mm-hmm. It's just going to happen that way. Yeah, well, you know, these like basket weavers moved to St. Pete to sell their art, and then they just don't make it, so they start <laughs> they just get doing sick of drugs. making baskets. That's <laughs> <laughs> a good way. I'm so tired of making these baskets. Maybe I can just so, sit around uh, and do heroin all day. Nobody's buying these baskets. Uh, <laughs> you want to smoke some crack? Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a pretty good idea. Ten days later. <laughs> hey, you want to smoke some more crack? Oh, fuck. Well, Matt used to live uh, in Sarasota next to this center where the homeless people would stay, right? And then so, they would just yeah. release them every day. Ooh, that was a pretty intense experience. You know, so Sarasota actually has, I guess, like a lot of cities in uh, in Florida, but especially in Sarasota, a homelessness-like issue. I was living downtown in what was called the Rosemary District, um, and about six blocks up was a Salvation Army. Mm-hmm. And it was a big Salvation Army, like it was a monstrous compound. Now, Salvation compound. Army is like when you when I think of Salvation Army, I think of like a Salvation Army store. But no, the Salvation no, Army no. is like a shelter, like a homeless yes. shelter. Yeah. it's a homeless shelter. It's it's actually a very noble program. I mean, right. they 
They try to help homeless people get their life together. Uh-huh. They give them a place to sleep at night. They work with them. They have counselors. Try to find them a job. I think it costs a couple bucks for them to get in for the night if they want a roof. Like, and there's right. it's like a, it's Salvation Army. They're trying to save people. Yeah, it's like a Christian organization. But what happens is the outside of the Salvation Army is it like the block connecting to it turned into like a humongous skid row. Skid row. Right. So what happens is all, they all hang outside on that block. And either are using drugs, uh, you know, are just encampments. They're just kind of sitting there. And some of them are get desperate enough and go inside. And you know what always struck me, though, guys, about these areas? And the, every city has them. There are certain blocks in certain cities that are like crimeville. Like yeah, there's bad parts. people using drugs out in the open. Yeah, right out. People selling drugs out in the open. It's like... Where are the police? Like, what? Why don't they arrest these people that are like doing the? I guess, I guess, when I think about it, there's a certain element of like we can't like arrest everybody every day all the time. Well, but there's also different cultures, different police cultures. Like some places are more hard ass on that than other places. Like Panagorda, you will not find one homeless person anywhere in Panagorda. They don't tolerate it, not for a second. I've never seen a homeless person. Before. Yeah, they're very few and far between. You go to Sarasota, they're kind of more like, well, you know, these people are hard on their luck and they're down and out. Well, look, you, you know? have to think about it. You have to think of it this way. They, they they could go to downtown Sarasota. If you went to downtown Sarasota, I, now it's maybe it's a little different, but they, if you walk down Main Street, there's literally like, a a beggar at every yeah at every station some of them are playing the guitar and doing cool stuff but a lot of them would would literally just come up to you and be like hey man i need a few bucks to get into the salvation army can you help me out Mm. type thing and some of them were quite aggressive but uh it just got to a point you know i mean this is actually a good issue to bring up like nationwide because i know out because our country does exactly california there's a they're up in oakland in california Mm -hmm. They actually, around the Bay Area, they allow uh, homeless people to like get broken down campers and park them off of highway exits. So off of the highway exits are broken down encampments of all campers, tents, tent cities, and they can't tell them to skedaddle. You know how much hepatitis and you know needles and how many horrible things like come from that? Like I know. You know, they're just people and they're just trying to live. But that stuff is, you know, you know, drugs are, you know, there's pot and there's certain other drugs. But when you're talking about like heroin and methamphetamine and all this stuff, like these drugs are like serious, like go to jail for a long time drugs. And to just look the other way on that. that I don't I'm see just the saying, obviously, we're not going to answer it in this podcast here, but that what to do with the massive homeless population is a big question in America. Like, how do we make, like, what's the, there's no quick answer that's going to fix and ma- wave the magic wand. Well, it's well, only going to get worse to... with everything in the world yeah. right now as well. I mean, right. evictions. Like, I, I will say, like, the one good thing that COVID's brought is, like, the end of handshakes because now, <laughs> now you can just walk into a room and, like, and bow to somebody like that's Fuck that's that. <laughs> I, I know you hate that idea john Dude, but me hear me out hear me out like if Bowling. i'm walking into a room and like there's like there's two people and, and like 
I don't really like one, but I but so you're I like just the other. Bow to the group. No, you no, don't no. Have to, you don't have to. Decide I'm, I'm going to make my dislike. I'm going to make my dislike known. Oh, so you're just going to? I'm going to give ostentatiously bow oh, to one person exactly. and then ignore the other person. No, I'm going to give them like a maybe a I don't know uh, what's what's just like a, a tiny bow. What's that like? Yeah, a salute. A, a 15 degree bow, shaking, and then like shaking for one you, for hand. you, I'm giving like a. All the way to the floor bow, so like they know, like but oh, also I've been slighted. shaking one person's hand and then completely not shaking someone else's hand is just as much of a slap in the face, if not more. Like, hey man, how you doing? And no. then you just look at the other person and don't make any movement whatsoever. That's mm. just of as course, much of, an of course, that's terrible. But like, aren't you kind of a germaphobe? I believe that's been brought up a few times. Yeah, but not about handshaking. No, okay, I just didn't. You know, you know, he's really know not that bad. What you know? there's a couple what someone's touched before you touch their hand. I'm a germaphobe about like a public bathroom. Like that gross. Yeah, me. we've been over that. Yes, yeah, I, I do recall. That's a great story, by the way, man. Oh, I was, gosh. That That's was why California awesome. would, like the that whole needles on the ground thing. Like, I can't do that like, yeah. at all. Like, that could never live in California just for that reason. Yeah, yeah. I public bathrooms. I. I it, that sucks. <laughs> I mean, it's caused me to shit my pants before. Like, no kidding. <laughs> for like, sure. This guy over here. Yeah. Loves it, relishes it. I don't love it. You love He's it. I love He'll it. He'll go out of his way. I'm not. I'm not, to go to, not scared to of it. Not fear, you like it. Fearful. I don't you seek like it out. Anyways, yeah. He likes to. He likes to come at me since well, he's so terrified. You know, at work or something, I got into the habit of like, all right, this is great. Like, I'm getting paid to. Right. Like well, at work, but that's dump, but, but that's one that you can become okay with because it's a habitual thing and you kind of know it and it's the yeah, one you, you spend don't more know. time there than home. So but it's like, like, all right, I'm not going to the Sears. I'm not going to the one in Sears. <laughs> Sears. I, I mean, if you're like, if we're gonna put public bathrooms on a scale, I don't think Sears would be like. Oh, Sears on say, list. Very low. Look at the clientele in Sears. Mm, Sears is a little rough. Dude, Sears there. actually a good choice. I mean, you, there's a good chance nobody's gonna nobody's gonna come in there. Ooh, Kohl's right. has a really nice bathroom, but Sears, Home Depot, oh, Walmart, Home Depot, oh, Walmart. Oh yeah, Come yeah. On. Nah. <laughs> oh god, not. that's like a curse word. Yeah, that's pretty awful. I've I've gone into one. Walmart to like pee, like to, <laughs> gone into a Walmart bathroom to pee, like not just like walk in the store right, and pee, right. you know. And um, I mean, there's I, I remember distinctly. This was the one um on Kings Highway, like there was just shit on the floor, oh, yeah. and I'm like. Awful. I, I'm not even like I just turned around and walked out. Like, what? What are you gonna do? You can't go. I mean, like, we're back on it again here. I but know. We just can't help ourselves. But look, here's the thing. I, this but, is what I want to tell all the ladies. Like, you poop too. So like, <laughs> it's not that bad. Come on now. So presidential election, who you got? <laughs> oh, two very very. Are we going there? Great choices. <laughs> just trying right? to change the subject, man. I'm really taking a hard pivot. No, not really. You're, you, we're talking about poop, and we're now we're talking about just shit. So. Uh, oh, poop and politics, see, hand in it. hand. I mean, but um, it's like, why do we always have the option of like choosing the less of the the lesser, lesser of two evil. evils? Right. You know, right? Yeah. I, both candidates are just worthless Uninspi- in my opinion. And so actually, I did I, w- I did a little uh, wormhole action last night about uh, libertarianism. Because my whole thing is like, I believe in like social equality, like gay people should have the right to get um, married, like women should have the right to do with their bodies what they want to do. But I also believe in like gun rights and other certain Republican freedoms. Libertarians check all of those boxes, except for one thing that they don't believe in paying taxes at all at all. 
and I'm sorry, but you got to pay taxes. It's necessary. So I don't know. They're not going to get anywhere with that platform. Yeah. Libertarians accept the fact that you have to pay taxes and I'll be a libertarian. Yeah, no, no, that's interesting because I always pegged you as sort of like a libertarian as well. I mean, political... look, you look at it. They say, look, you have the right to put anything in your body that you want as right. long as you're not it's, hurting it's anyone. It's liberty. It's the right. ultimate freedom. Don't hurt of other people, and you be free. <clears throat> you want to carry a gun, carry a gun. You want to do drugs, do drugs. Don't hurt other people. I think all political. You want to marry a guy, especially you know? in America. All political ideologies are battling versus like letting people be free and the havoc that letting people be free managing that havoc that it causes right because if you just let everyone live free, we would be like in the middle evil ages like if people just could live as free as they wanted and do whatever they wanted you know what i mean i don't know i don't want to like i i, I want to take this to a sidebar like you ever think about like what it'd be like to live in like the medieval ages Sometimes. It would suck ass i 100 <laughs> agree there's not one single thing that would be cool be horrible not, not if you were like a lord or something. This is, I'm going back here. I'm going back. Okay. Matt and I discussed this the other day. Um, in the Middle Ages, when you would poop, oh man, you would, <laughs> you would clean yourself by, you would have a stick with a piece of fabric on the end of it, and you would dip it in vinegar and clean your butt with it. Why did you, and then wash it off. And may it, I ask why you even know that? I think I saw it on like Instagram or something. It was like, oh, okay. it was like, it was like an illustration. Reliable source. <laughs> <laughs> it, was yeah. like, it was like a drawing of a guy like sitting in a castle with a stick with a piece of fabric on the end of it. No, but well, it, 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 back in the Middle Ages, it solely, de- obviously, all, many of the luxuries of life are gone. A lot but, of disease, pestilence. Yeah, but if you're like if you're like a lord of like a, a castle, that would be pretty cool. Yeah, I being a knight that. would be pretty cool. I mean, but, yeah, but there's you're facing have to, like fight all. Yeah, sure, but if you were a king but... of a castle in medieval times, you would have had less comforts than your average Joe schmo now. Yeah, but if you okay. were the lord of the castle. Yeah, fair enough. I, I certainly don't want to trade places. Like, I'm not about jumping a time machine and go there. Well, here's the thing, man. Like, I if I would want to be a knight. Okay, I'm five. I'm five five. Metal suit, I, dude. And, like, I wouldn't guys... be a knight. I'm five five. So, like, if we <laughs> talk short about knights, uh, no, there's not. There's a bunch of short knights. You have I to mean, be tall to be. Everyone was five five back then. Oh, okay, so then let's then, then we got to take <laughs> there into account. There were no account. tall people like, then. Nobody was six feet tall in the medieval times. So you okay, ever the, seen the, houses the was, built in eighteen hundreds? Then we got to account for deflation. I know that's probably not the correct term. <laughs> so but it would like, have been like yeah, it would be three, three foot tall. <laughs> so like, you know what I would have been? I would have been like the squire that like has to like get the knights like dressed up, and then like when they get back from battle, they're like undress me and then like i mean then they just I mean, bang no me you know what i mean like, by this but you would have been made a decent jester probably and, uh, well that's another thing that would suck because they, they kill you if you're not funny ex- dude it, being a king would suck too i mean like because everyone's gunning for you exactly even yeah. your friends like matt yeah. you're say king john you're right get poisoned like all the time oh yeah, yeah. you build up a great immunity to to several oh, poisons for sure but, maybe like rasputin and just like take a little bit like oh you can't poison me like mm. this is what happens like okay uh lord matt and lord ryan are partying with like king john and and it's it's awesome we had a great time and and we can't wait to do it next week. But like on the way out, Matt and I are walking. Like, oh, let's go get a, go to the pub or whatever. And a raven flies by with a little message tied to his leg and lands on my shoulder. I like where this is and going. And Matt's like, whoa. And he takes a note out. And that's like, you know, from like the Duke of Wellington. Like, hey, Lord Matt and Lord Ryan, like 
my castle's way more dope than King John's and you know, there's a lot of bitches and like way better food here. Um, all you have to do is kill John and then like you guys can run that place and come to my castle for parties whenever you want. So men are like men are like well, Yo, but dude, we've been duh. on yeah. Right? Let's Yo, let's no, no, do no. it. We've been We're... on boar hunts together. We've been on conquests. Like we got each other's back, dude. No, You're not nah, dude. Me for Duke not, not not a king. No, nope. dude, John. It's, it's called loyalty. No, okay, John, Look you're, it up. you're so. Have to- you ever dude, watched... If I could be a king over you and have my own castle, you're toast. Exactly. Dude. In, and, the and medi- then it would in be... medieval times. I'm gonna remember that. In... <laughs> hey, it'd be a matter of time before Matt and I turned on each other. When remember that when the Duke medieval times, dude, you'd be over. Dude, imagine like I'm 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 sitting like I really am remembering. Looking out my window at all. I'm looking out my window and then I see a raven fly over to Matt's house. I'm like, oh, what the hell is the Duke saying to Matt now? I'm I'm next on the list. I'm I'm he- okay. So if you ha- if you couldn't if you had to get in a time machine and live somewhere and sometime other than here and not like 50 years ago, it has to be like at least 200 years ago. So minimum 200 years. Minimum 100 100 years. Minimum 100. like 1820. It's got to be at least 1820 or before or before. Like where and at what time? Interesting. I I, I don't. You don't know enough his, about history. history like <laughs> don't know my knowledge history, of history right? is awful, mainly because I don't care. So, and I know that's terrible to say, but like, I would, I would want to so, be. I thought being a samurai would be pretty dope. That'd be pretty cool. Okay, I yeah. want to be like a, a valiant Indian of the ancient oh, uh, yeah, American, American, yeah, go, like, like count leader of the tribe, and like go out yeah. and have vision quests and yeah, like ride the, like bareback horses. Dude, and, like, have you seen like the mo- movies of those times? Yeah, People that would are be beautiful, sweet. man. That would be sweet. You're right. Yeah. Yep. That's, so like, that's it. So like pre before the white people oh, killed all the Indians. You know what else Indians. would be cool yeah. is be like a, a prospector or like Lewis and Clark. Yeah, I was, was going to say that's like cowboy-ish time, right? Right, like so. the frontier frontier time. That's still a rough life. That's oh, it's a rough life, but the beauty. Yeah, right. You know, like the untouched wilderness of the American West. Yeah. yeah Have you ever sure. seen uh, Westworld? Yeah, I saw the first season. I saw it too. Which was mildly confusing. And then <laughs> the second season, which is just like... D- like dumb. H- like follow, H- try HBO following loves those kind of series where it's like, whoa, it's plot just a mind, twist. Some mind yeah. screw. The, yeah. I think a place like that would be awesome though, where you could just go like live out like your, Expensive, you know, Western though. fantasy. Oh, of course. I mean, you know, I don't want to spoil it for anyone because it's you know a f- it's ten like year a, old yeah, show. Yeah, exactly. But, it's already um, spoiled. No, I just. I don't know. I I didn't. I've only gotten through the first part of the second season. I can't even watch HBO Go anymore because it all switched over to HBO Max. HBO Max and is I, cool, and I, I got a bone to pick with them. Like they I don't. You. I get mad at these companies all the time for this. Like stuff. make your app for the Fire Stick. Ever like ninety percent of America has I'm a Fire Stick. That, that you can't get that on the Fire Stick. That's, yeah, that's probably because people are just stealing HBO Max from the Fire you know, Stick. Yeah, because there's people. a million fake but, yeah. Fire Sticks. Oh, yeah, it's like the the latest pirated. So I got to figure that whole situation out. But it's part <laughs> HBO of is being good an for aging millennial. Too. Is it, really? it is. Yeah, Sesame Street was on yeah. there because HBO like took over Sesame Street. Now it's sweet. I just always remember when we were younger. HBO had the coolest movies, and now it has the worst movies. Like there's literally all the movies that come out on HBO are terrible. HBO has good series. Right now there's yeah, series. It's all about so. the series. Like, did you watch Ballers? 
Yeah, no, I watched, is that I what watched the, it. The Rock, or yeah, yeah. yeah I, I didn't watch it, but I, it, I think I the show like is it. Super I like Sil- cool. Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley, Love Love that's a great yeah, show. Yeah. yeah, that show kills until me. T.J. Miller went off it, and then it sucked. Yeah, another guy who was canceled. Yeah, well, he was. But he did he's, some, he's he's he did some weird he's stuff. Yeah, yeah he's, he's definitely kooky. Like he's not going to be in the new Deadpool. He's not going to be in anything anymore. He's he's. I think he's burned his bridges in Hollywood. He still tours though. He does stand up. He does some really fun. Like I've seen him do this, uh, like where people like suggest like topics to him. Like it's like live interactive oh, type okay. thing. And like, I mean, he just rolls with it. Like he's real. That's quick. a real skill. Oh yeah. You got to admit the standard of behavior, like in this millennial generation, has been raised. Like, oh, for sure. There was there's just this like for, there was the '80s where you could do anything yeah <laughs> <laughs> like there was the i think the 70s were in there too yeah well the 60s it was the 50s where you could do nothing <laughs> yeah. and then the 60s where you could do everything and then it just got kookier and kookier and now it's like, like 60s this is like another wait, 50s it's like 60s you could do everything and everybody was on board right 70s right. Eh, the chicks were starting to get like eh, uh, we're not into this yeah, 80s were, were like we're emerging we're not into this and anymore the 80s were like we can do everything but we have to make crazy amounts of money while we do it that's the only way we can get away with it and then the 90s were just like a hangover from the 80s and everybody was like pissed off and the music was like grunge but in a good way yeah 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 yeah. and then i've and then i'm gone after that i might as well not even have the culture from after 1999 for me like is non-existent like i i don't i can't name you one good band from after the 90s good charlotte from the 90s (laughs) They were in two thousands. Were they? Yeah, they okay. were. High Maybe school. after two thousand ten. I'm and I'm not saying Good Charlotte was actually a good band. Dude, Good Charlotte. They were. They were a good band, Matt. Yeah, Come for on. sure. I saw good, them. Oh, I saw them in concert. Found Glory, Lit, all those guys. Oh yeah, I'm on board. Good like pop punk. They're, dude, that those concerts when you were in high school were fun. Yeah, you know, yeah. it was like where you'd shove up next to the stage and they would like throw water all over you and you're with your girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. and that sounds awful now i don't want to go to a concert where i can't sit down like aging (laughs) millennial this is an aging millennial uh token thing that we always talk about with every you you can't we can't go and stand in in front of stages anymore because we gotta pee every five minutes yeah i don't i don't have that issue i just don't want like to be like bumped up, bumped up against. I like the bumping. Like, I like the bumping and the shoving. When like you it. have some like big giant sweaty. Yeah, dude I like just, that. I like a mosh pit, but I just if I'm in a mosh pit, someone's pushing me in my stomach and I'm peeing all over the place. Well, nobody, nobody's <laughs> gonna, nobody's. I mean, obviously, this is not happening anytime soon. But for concerts, there's definitely it, it, look. It all depends on the on the venue now for for most people. It's like these big venues. Either you have you have to pay so much yeah. money now to get like when we this saw John season. Mayer, like it's like a thousand like, bucks. He's just this little like robed at guy. An, we, like, saw an, we saw him at an you're, you're watching him on a, a TV screen, right? right. right? I, I would still go. I, I I think he's it was it was yeah, he, he, he's, it a was ter- a he's a terrific uh, yeah. Performer. But I I know it's not the same. Like um, who I went to the last concert I went to was probably probably two years ago, and it was like my like concert wet dream i mean my my two two of my all-time favorite bands was uh coed and cambria and taking oh, back sunday God, i've wanted to see coed wow. and cambria for years oh i've years, seen them like years. double double Never. digits i know and i know you guys always go you and james and all those guys always go and i always want to go but yeah. So look, I was never me, in that club me, of Cody. james has a club. tattoo man he's got yeah, the, he's the I've, expressed, I've expressed this before right music like t- musical talent 
Coheed and Canberra is out of this world. Like Matt can get on board with the um, the comic, comic book, book theme. Thing. Look, here's the thing. Let me explain my position real quick because Claudio, amazing. Like his the way he sings and performs, dun, the band dun, in general. Dun, 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 how are you dun, gonna dun, How are you gonna make your whole band? Because what the hell else are you gonna theme make it about? Of a comic book. Why? Because why not? What else? Does it have to be about relationships you just and getting done? You just you niched it, your band. It's so not forever. No, no, no. It's so, not, so what? Not really. So though. now you can't be in the echelon of the great rock bands. So, Some of the great rock bands were like that. Like Tommy, the rock opera. It was one movie. album. It was one album. Okay. <laughs> well, they they have. Um, Let's see. Still a great band. They, I still like Cody. They have an album or two. I want to say Cambria that in thirty years is going to be like you're going to look back and it's going to be like the Who. They're still. Oh, good. I hope so. Uh, I don't know about that. No, for sure. I, they're one of the biggest rock bands. I actually, songs, I don't. I don't like the Who. I, I, no, I don't like I, I, me either. Really. He drives fan. me insane. Yeah, I don't like the Who either. But the songs, though, I'm saying to make music that's relevant to the bigger uh, like zeitgeist of the world. Right. You have to be poppy crap. <laughs> well, here, Coheed and Camry, their songs could be about um, you know rocking in the free world, and everyone would still not be on board because they're not Taylor Swift. Here's yeah. the thing about about them: like, yes, it started off. So like, he wrote the comics too, like yeah, Claudio yeah. did. And, 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 and they, he thinks it's dorky. They, they supplement. Like, it's not like it just like it fill. It goes along with parts of the story. It's like a soundtrack to the comics. Like that's exactly what I, it, I mean. If point. they, if I, they I know, could, but, if but they, they have albums that are not comic related. They have one album, I believe that's not in like that. And like I said, story, respect the heck out of them as musicians. They are amazing in their, the way they compose music. The, their, their, uh, Claudio on the guitar is crazy. Yeah. I don't know the other guy on the guitar, but Claudio, Travis. Yeah. Claudio is like, like he's top. Like they're great musician. because they're hard rock, but not metal. Like it's very hard to find this sweet spot where it's yeah. not like I'll um, give you that Tame Impala or something where it's boring. But it's not. <laughs> it's it's also not like Pantera where Do it's just. Th- like, you think Tame Impala is boring? So boring. So boring. <laughs> they got some. He, the guy has no, no, some catchy songs. Song. I actually but. kind of agree with him because it's, it's like, just it's some. Not great. It's just some stoned heady guy in his bedroom. Like, like Bon I need Iver. Some attitude. Have you, you know Bon Iver? Too? I've heard the name, but I don't know. Yeah, I, he's I, the, he's, I, I actually like. I like him. Tame Impala though. There's like one song I heard that's catchy, but although the rest of it's just all these guys, like all these guys, the Lumineers, like all of the so tame, like soft. the Black Pumas, like all these guys, like never even heard of them. They're did you make that one up? No, that's a thing. Oh, okay. I <laughs> think that's a good like. It's name. a pair of shoes I have at the very least. <laughs> it's a good name but for a band. It's like these all these bands that you listen to that are the new like rock bands. It's not rock. Coheed no. and Cambria is rock. Yeah, okay, I'll give you that. It's rock and roll. Oh, it's rock, but and roll. it's not metal yet. Yeah, right. Like, I get, a you, lot I get of what these, you're saying. There's you're a lot of point. these big, heavy-duty metal bands that I just... Like, I can't do it. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't I like the, the screaming in no, metal. No, I can't, I can't do it. Like, I was, but I like the heavy guitar and the rock element. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's this band, uh, Pendulum, and they're, they're kind of like electronic-y, but they play instruments, and they have like a lot of... I, I don't know. They, That's cool, but a terrible so, band name. Pendulum. Oh, Terrible. Band. They have some really cool songs, and the guy's a phenomenal singer that's in the band. But it's, I, I don't know. I just metal. They're so they're so talented. Like there's some sick metal guitarists. Like yeah, there are. Shred. But they're just in such a narrow perform. Like what they do is in such a narrow niche of like. It's the same. It's all kind of the same. Just get someone who can sing and and then put them with a, a metal band. That's all you have to do. 
Right. I mean, like like Rush, like is a good example. Like Rush is like what Coheed and Camry is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's I like mean, there's heavy, but not metal. Yeah. People will like if I'm trying to tell someone about Coheed, I often will say like it's kind of like it's a good, modern it's a lot rush. rush. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hear Rush in there for sure, for sure. Well. The, the, you know why? Because he sounds just thing, like Getty Lee. He's got that high like, voice. Right? Yeah. The the I think one of the hardest things about m- making music is the songwriting, and making writing relevant, socially relevant, and songs that touch. I think write, writing a song is not that hard. I think what's hard is the consistency of, of writing an album. No, even writing an album is not that hard. But the consistency of now you've written an album. Now go find people who are willing to play it with you every four times a week with the same passion and go find a place to play it four times a week and find the time to do it and find the way to fit that into your life and also have a job and a family or completely go and do like that. You can make it as a musician if you're willing to just sacrifice everything and do it every single day. Like you'll you'll make a living at it. And maybe even be famous. Yeah, that's that's what we forget. All these major rock stars. All these major rock stars were like terrible husbands and fathers, well, and like drug ass <laughs> assholes. <laughs> they were like awful men. Greg Allman, like Greg Allman. Yeah, he, he's a pretty rough. He's a pretty rough character. You the know, Allman Brothers. You know the Offspring. God, obviously. the Allman Brothers are great. Brothers They're rock. so good, oh, though. I guess I shouldn't bring up Offspring in the same breath uh, as Allman Brothers. But cool. I, I, I like Offspring. Yes, and like, I was going to say Offspring. I was just cool because they're, well, they're you know they're, they're punky. Into, they're punky. They fit into that not Limp Biscuit, but sort of that Limp Biscuit vibe a little bit. Well, you're talking like, about like how people are like you know these these rockers are like hardcore drug addicts drinkers whatever dude the guy the lead singer of the offspring is like a nuclear physicist or something uh, yeah he's a, a doctorate uh in vir- virology in vir- vi- oh, virology virology right. well that's like the, it's so it's so advanced i don't even know how to pronounce it i actually just found that out on wikipedia that i didn't know that for like like for a long time but i he's right like on yeah. the, you know who else is he's the, a the guy from queen I forget his name. The oh, Brian, Brian May. May. Brian May. Yeah, he's like a physicist or something. Too, who's like? Something. I think he's on his last legs. I saw that in the news. Oh, let's, those guys are going. Let's hope for Brian May here. I wish Tom Petty didn't die, dude. That sucks. <laughs> Tom Petty's yeah. cool. Uh, sorry, Emily, but I'm gonna tell a story real quick. Uh, we were, I was talking with Emily, and <laughs> we were driving, and like I was like, I, Tom Petty came on the radio. I'm like, ah. Oh. You know, if there was like three bands that aren't around anymore that I that I want I want to see, it would yeah. be like I think the Beatles would be there. Even though like I'm not a huge Beatles fan, I just think that I would he, skip the Beatles personally. I I've never been able like some people like I'm we're into like the Dead, right? Yeah, and I'm like a super fan of the Grateful Dead. Yeah, and people there are similar fans of the Beatles. People are like super into the Beatles, know their whole discography, like love them, and I'm just like. Look, dude. I don't get it. I mean, I think it'd be a cool experience. There are certain moments where a Beatles song hits perfectly. That's like, true. Captures the moment. That's true. It like, and all of a sudden you feel this like warmth. It's of, a like, joyous oh, music. Like everyone feels the same thing in that moment. Right. Yeah, that's true. Now the songwriting. Once again, the Beatles songwriting. Yeah, but that's elite. on another level. Elite. Yeah, that's well, like they tapping two into of something. The best the they were brilliant. Yeah. John Lennon and McCartney. Oh, for sure, brilliant. That's, <laughs> and family. That's my favorite. Like one of my favorite things when they're like, "Oh, Ringo wrote a song," and like, they, like <laughs> yeah, put it okay, on the okay, fridge. <laughs> they, they put it on the fridge <laughs> with a magnet. It's like in crayon. But so I. <laughs> So I told Emily, like, the Beatles. Uh, I, I probably said, like, Jimi Hendrix or something. And then I said, no, Tom. Oh, I said Queen. 
um, with Freddie Like Mercury, if you could see obviously. a band in their peak, like like the band that's no longer because like, like right. Tom Petty. Anymore, Tom yeah. Petty was like not that good when he died. I heard. Yeah, I mean, he well, was, he was like, old. I mean, yeah, but I'm saying. So you're saying like if you could see any, not if they were still around and see them now, no, like at old, their peak. But if well, you could see them at their peak. That yeah, I mean that that's, that's a good exercise. I like this. That yeah. was that was the conversation. Yeah, like basically, but not yeah. It's someone in their peak, and so any anyway, I'm like M. I was like Tom Petty, and M's like Tom Petty's not dead. I'm like M. He's been dead since yeah, like 2017. Definitely dead. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely. And dead. she's like, oh. she's like, well, I, that one went under the radar. Yeah, I, I tell you that. what, I'd want to see the Grateful Dead. Well, obviously, the Grateful in, Dead in are the late, one. in the late 70s, probably 74. Yeah, well, I would say maybe 77, but. At a, probably like one of their shows there or live at Cornell or something. That'd be one of those shows. Yeah. Um, then uh, Led Zeppelin at their peak yeah. probably put on an no. amazing stadium my, my show. Pink, Pink Floyd. Like I would, I'd want to see Pink Floyd. Floyd. Pretty cool. And then Jimi Hendrix for sure at some point would have been sweet. Uh, yeah. Not my choices at all. Well, tell us then. The Grateful Dead, obviously. Well, that's 100%. one. I, okay. See, I after this, you'll have to give me some songs to listen to. I, I don't really know much by the dead. It's like a whole thing. It's like, like, you have it's to like, like licorice, man. It's sort of like you either like it or you don't. But it's just like the Allman Brothers. There's a certain level of musicianship, musicianship and improvisation, the combination of the two. And there's a whole backstory to it of just how like the band started and like the philosophy behind it. Like also with the Grateful Dead, it's a whole culture. Culture, yeah. Like the Grateful Dead still, like a lot of this jam band scene is like deadheads. Like deadheads yeah, are sure. still around, and it's like I kind of part of that. Like I like associate. Like I think of myself as belonging to that. Like yeah. tribe. Oh, I, I. So you don't want me like encroaching on the? <laughs> no, but that's the beauty of it is they don't give a fuck. Like they're not. It's not like the great. No, Dead we'll give you like, some music. We don't I, stand. I know some we don't of their stand. Songs. Like I the do. grateful deadheads don't stand and defend a mountain of deadheadedness. Uh, right. You know but, what I'm but, saying? It's more but, like. But he say he's saying point me in the right direction. Maybe I'll like it. You know. Well, we gotta hang out and sit on the porch and listen and to listen to a, a, like a live show. I'm, right. I'm down. The only thing I don't want to ever listen to is fish. Like, <laughs> no, I like fish. I can't. I can't do that. I'm actually with you. I'm actually with you on no, fish. I like fish. Fish is just too. Fish has actually some incredible jams. Trey like, Anastasio. Look, Trey Anastasio as a guitarist. Me and him went to a Trey. That Anastasio. Trey show at Janice was sick. It was incredible. And I'm sure that would be great. Like, I just don't. I don't know. Every time I try to like listen to fish song, it's like. Well, fuck, here's 25 minutes of like, <laughs> just like, <laughs> like, there's no, <laughs> but you, you love Dave Matthews band, right? Oh, lo- yeah, love. yeah. Huge. I was listening to two step as I pulled in to drive. Yeah, I love Dave like, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. but the thing with the dead, what they would do is they would be playing at a festival and they would play a few songs and then they would go into this thing where they would just make their guitars make shitty sounds <laughs> for an extended period of time to drive off everyone who wasn't a fan. <laughs> they would be like, this shit sucks. And they would leave. And then all that would be there would be the core of people who love them and know what they were doing. They were and looking they for would have, the hardcore And then people. they would start back up and it would be more of like a pure, like um, loving experience because, because they were, it was just like the people who were really into them. I mean, that's, that's a bold move. It's a bold uh, move a bold for sure. Move. Quite but look what it has. They're arguably the biggest band in history, next to the the Stones. By and some the metrics, for sure. By some metrics, yeah, you can't I mean, lie. 
you know, by, it, stump, by some metrics, as far as probably the most ticket sales. I mean, they played for 30 years yeah, yeah. in huge stadiums. I mean, I'm, I'm a crazy Grateful Dead fan. So, so who else? Uh, you had the Almond Brothers. Yeah, for sure. Actually, for sure. that's a good one, yeah. Um, I don't know. I'd have to think about that. The Almond also. Brothers. Probably they, like Frank Sinatra. Wait, wait. The Almond Brothers when they still had Dwayne, though? Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. At the top. The true the Almond Brothers. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and then and then like I would want to see Frank Sinatra in like a, a supper club, like that's at his not, piece. It's not a bad choice. I don't know. Um, I, I mean, it's not bad. I I don't think I would waste it. Not waste. No, it's waste not the, it's not the right choice. Uh, no, because it'd be cool. Like it'd be cool to see Elvis. Or, you know. yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're talking. You're telling me you'd see Frank Sinatra, but not Elvis. Uh, okay, Johnny Cash. Yeah. I, yes, I don't even like Johnny Cash. I. You don't. I don't like. like I don't care for. Johnny I don't like Cash. country music at all. Like, literally not, not none. Thing. And but that kind of like that old like right. Johnny Cash. Like, right. um, it I has, can't even it like, has, think of it anyone's names. It's like the old, like the real country. Okay, and I'm sure cool. there's like a whole category that I'm not even thinking of. Yeah. Like I just said, Frank Sinatra, because that's what comes to my mind right now. But I bet you, like, there you're just going to keep going. You're, you're just gonna keep I'm going to keep thinking back. about this later. I'm going to be like, oh, of course. I should have said Beethoven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, there are different experiences that you could have. Like, if you saw um, Green Day in '94 at some festival where you're there shoving everybody around and you're a kid and like that whole experience. That's very cool. No, like, but there's when we bit. saw Alien Ant Farm a few years ago. <laughs> we didn't uh, see Alien Ant Farm. We saw Alien time. Ant Farm. All right, I have a funny story about them, but go please. <laughs> we saw Alien Ant Farm at this place called the Crowbar in Ybor City, and the show started at like midnight, and it was a piece of shit club with like no doors on the bathroom or anything. It was just like this nasty. Yeah, it was a rundown. And Marty it was Lord. the fucking most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life. They played their. They played. The anthology album. It was actually really good. I, like from start I, yeah, to beginning, I, I, I it liked was the fucking album. amazing. It was like note for note, energy perfect, hard word rock. Word. Yeah. It was like they started playing, and like my fucking soul left my body. Annie, are you okay? Are you? Okay? I know that sounds stupid because so, it's alien at farm, but it was like cathartic. Hey man, if if you enjoyed it, then nothing wrong with that. Mm. But like and just like I, the movies, that's yeah. a great song. Great song. So, <laughs> they like at the like tail end of their career existence whatever i don't know if they still play or not but like i was reading about someone oh, that went to their concert play. well i was reading about that someone like went to their show and like they were like really bad <laughs> and like all and then like the crowd's just like play smooth criminal play smooth criminal. and they played smooth criminal seven times and then just <laughs> left <laughs> see that's what i'm saying that's real shit right if a band does that if a band is just like fuck you this is what you want here play smooth criminal seven times and leave that's like that means that the the realness is there. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would rather see that than even go see like John Mayer. You go see John Mayer, like there's no way that John Mayer is not playing the exact set list that the show is created for and that the lights go for. And it's like yeah, a it's whole or- orchestrated, right? Like yeah. it's not like no, when you see Alien Ant Farm, they have the ability to just say the rawness. Fuck you, we're just gonna do this. <laughs> the rawness. Like that yeah, was the yeah. cool thing with the Dead. They just went out there and they were like, "What do you feel like playing?" And they just played that, and right, they, they right, went right. with the mood of it. You know, it was real. It wasn't this put on thing? And of course, me and John have a reverence for the guitar, and yeah. and 
of course, Jerry Garcia is just one of the truest and uh, most beautiful guitar players that ever lived. So he happened to play there in the band. So we appreciate that musical brilliance that came from his mind. It was just, he was a brilliant musical mind, and you, among you, other things. Are you down with like the John Mayer, like the Dead and oh, Company I'm all thing? Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. For sure. It's good? Yeah, it's good. John, John uh, has impressed uh, everybody in that jam band world about, because everyone knew he could play. Like everyone, he, he's John Mayer. Everyone knew he could play the blues. He could like he could he could uh, jam. He's got but, the goods. But oh, yeah, but he can but get up in those nooks took, and crannies on yeah. that guitar. But yeah. the way he took the catalog, the vast catalog of dead songs, and like nailed it. I mean, this guy literally would. Uh, the thing is, everyone's uh, gripe about it is they play too slow, which is not John's fault. They only play too slow because Bob Weir's like. 100 yeah, they're all, years the old. rest of the band is a hundred years old. <laughs> father, but I went to time. I went to a Dead and Company show uh, in Atlanta, one of my best concert experiences. And I've, but ever. I've been to a Dead and Company show and that was like very like meh. He didn't like it, but mine was. But mine we was stream different. them. Well, we used to before all this. Yeah. We would every couple months or so we would pay and stream them. Mm-hmm. And hang out and watch him, and that was always fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I could have gone when I was in Chicago. They played at Wrigley Field, and oh yeah. Well, was that the Fairly Well shows, or was that the Dead Company? It was, it was Dead and Company. Okay. Um, and this was a couple of years ago, so I, I I just didn't I didn't even know it was John Mayer, honestly. Like, I, yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, well, I might have gone, but I missed out, and. uh you know, there's something I can live with that for the look the rest of my life. Well, now, I saw I them in. Uh, my dad and I went to Miami. We went to the track, the horse track. We had like a boys' weekend or whatever. Mm-hmm. We went to the horse track and then we went and saw them in Sunrise. And the show in Sunrise was like two days after the Parkland shooting. Ooh. And it Blum. was in the town that the Parkland shooting happened in, and it was like pretty heavy. And like all the kids from Parkland were there and they had like all the t-shirts and it was like a very somber, like serious political show. Mm. Like it was about gun control and stuff. And it was kind of just like, that's not why I get it. And I, you know, but that's not why you go to a dead show generally. You know what I mean? You go there to have a good time and forget about life. You kill kill the vibe a little bit. Yeah. That was a heavy, that was a heavy time. That's rough. There's something about being in, in the, like when I've been in multiple crowds like this, but there's something special about a Grateful Dead crowd. Um, there's a when lot you're, of just what, like love and just, forget, just like you the, do freedom, yeah, the freedom of expression. Obviously, there's people like taking a lot of substances in the crowd, but there's a lot of there's a lot of that just openness of everyone kind of loving each other. There's no like that sense of hate and division. There's like a very unified feeling. And the John, of the love. John Mayer thing is great because like Britney. I'll sit there and watch a dead show from like the eighties or something. And she'll be like, what the fuck? Why are you watching watching this? (laughs) And then we can sit. And when John Mayer is playing with them, it looks cool. She's interested. Now it looks cool. Here's John Mayer. He's wearing, he's fashionable. He's hip. He's a pop pop guy. She knows John Mayer's song. She knows who he is. Like it brings other people into the fold who would not otherwise like be interested. That's a, that's a great point. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. What do, uh, like the kids' songs nowadays are uh, listened to, like is like it? mumble rap and <laughs> garbage. I'm talking about even your little like 
I guess it changes, but I'm the type oh, of like thing now, the baby thing now is is D, is like EDM, like DJs, like Marshmallow yeah. Head. And no, I was even talking about your little babies, but I guess that's oh, all babies. That's all the same. Coco Melon. Oh, I I, I try to avoid that. I can't God stand bless. that. Coco Melon is like for me like the nuclear option. Like if we're at a restaurant or something, and I just she just will not stop freaking out. I can put Coco Melon on my phone, and it's like done. Mm. Pull out the Coco Melon. Pull out the Coco Melon. Yeah. <laughs> Jameson likes Baby Shark, and oh, you can't uh, you can't get away from Baby Shark. He likes, uh, he really likes Moana. Wait, yeah, Moana. Moana. Um, Disney movie. Okay. Are these it, YouTube videos you're talking no, about? No, Moana has a, a daughter. Disney he movie, has a son. Great. There's very much like Millie likes girl stuff, like yeah. movies and shows and stuff. D- Jameson went through like this Frozen phase. And oh yeah, still, you can't get away from Frozen. Like, so Frozen. Yeah, yeah. my kids um, in Frozen he went right now. Frozen and Moana, and Moana's awesome. I've I don't heard know Moana. You, you need we to watch, watch this, like it's you, these good YouTubers, to watch. and their kid is into Moana too. It's good to watch as an adult; like it's actually entertaining. The Rock is. Uh, oh yeah, he's, he plays it's like a Maui Hawaiian thing, right? Yeah, yeah, and um, he like Jameson loves the Rock's character, and like oh, he cool. does this song in it that like he tries to sing along to and stuff. That's it's cute. it's adorable to watch. So wait, not to pivot here, but I just thought I just remembered something. Comedy Central, I just I saw on the news, has picked up two shows. I know they're what going, you're going to say. They're going to renew, renew. Beavis and Butthead. Beavis and Butthead is coming, coming back. back. And Ren and Stimpy. Got yeah. Green, got wow. green. They're renewing I didn't know it. about the Ren and Stimpy. Is, is, um, and they canceled, and and they canceled Tosh.0. And they're spinoffs, too. Good. That guy's a jerk. <laughs> yeah, he is kind Have of Have you ever listened to a Tosh... Uh, stand up, oh, dude. I, he goes dude, way too far. I, past the he line. can be funny at points. I love him. He can way too far he, past. He the can line. be funny at points, but he does take it to he the. He takes edge. it way too he, like immediately. He said something in one of his stand up shows that like I it just it just it's like holy shit. No, no, no. It he, just like I kept it with me. He he could see <laughs> and like to he I can't remember exactly like the bit, but he was like essentially is like you know if you like take a shower then you go and take a shit right after you shower, like you might as well start all over again. Well, that's obvious. And it's, well, I just never like really gave it a thought, you know, it's, uh, I don't know. I think he's, his standup, he just, he won't, it kills me, dude. I, I, and I like his, I just like I, his he just, sarcasm. He crosses too many. Like I like lines to be crossed. You know, he's like, like playing a role too though, right? He's like literally being no, that but guy when you, that, when you do like, like stand, stand up comedy is like the purest form of just, philosophizing right, sure, like you're sure. just it's yourself you're just putting your whole spirit out on a yes. big stage for look at my soul yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? and he is just like boundless like yeah, that guy yeah, just yeah, yeah. just takes well, it as like nothing is sacred he does like he does <laughs> he says a few things that are like i mean i still think it's funny but it's really it is, it's, it's funny it's horrible it's funny but it's like i feel like i'm gonna go to hell for laughing <laughs> yeah what would your last meal be oh, i don't I like to think I about got that I, I would have to think about it for a while. Yeah, it would be a long, long thought process that would go into that. But three, I, do you already know? Three cheesy bean and rice burritos from Taco Bell. Oh, my God. Wait, well, you want to have to clean up the chair? No. Go out with a bang. Oh, sure. Jesus. I mean, sure. That, that, but no, that's like genuinely one of my favorite meals. So I, That would be the last flavor mm-hmm, in dude, his you're mouth. Pretty, you're pretty bean. lucky if your favorite meal is like a dollar twenty-five burrito. From Taco <laughs> and Bell. That's not even like people think that it, it was. It's a dollar menu item. Man, I was eating that shit before it was on the dollar menu. Okay, <laughs> people want to say I'm Jewish because I just get these cheesy bean and rice burritos. Well, man, that is go buy one is what I tell you. You'd be eating him, <laughs> beating him like I'm not gonna have to pay for these. <laughs> Hell, oh, three dollar plus tax meal. I'd be. 
They'd be stoked I don't to, like to, to I kill me. I just don't me. like to think about it because just the very thought of like your last meal is a terrifying thought. Yeah, it's pretty you know? dark. Yeah. Oh, see, I wasn't scared at all. Like, I kind of want to go get Taco Bell now. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, you're sitting in this metal cage. You're like, hey, what's the last thing you want to eat before we kill you? You probably just like got done jerking off and doing 100 push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be ready. Gotta be ready. It's scary though. You know, so, uh, you said you said social media earlier. It's uh, I was surprised, like with all the COVID stuff that's gone on, to find out like how many doctors we graduated with. Few. Christina Lim, Paul Stevens. Yeah. That was really sarcasm laced. <laughs> Just the amount of like information. Oh, you're saying that people is, acting like doctors on yeah, it's on like, social media. It's so ridiculous. Yeah, people like to say they, they like. Know here's what the thing. Like, about. okay. For wear a fucking mask. What's the big deal, right? It's not that big <laughs> yeah, of a deal. Yeah, we can all get okay? on board for that. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, let's say it doesn't work. Did it hurt that bad to like wear a mask for a couple of months yeah. to try to like you know circumvent things or slow things down? Close your business. No, no, that sucks. Like, I can't speak from that perspective because both Emily and I worked the entire time, and that's gotta be rough. And like, I I don't know. I don't have the answers to that kind of situation there's certain root in in the american way of thinking that goes we blindly trust the voice that tells us to do stuff you know what i mean like and i think that is the sort of like we trust the cdc we trust uh all these like figures of authority blindly so what uh, what i'm saying i'm trying to get you to try to help it like relate to these people a little bit because you know, that's what I see is they're really revolting against just blindly trusting what people tell you to do. But in the end, I agree with you in saying if it's if it could help another human being and your fellow man and it's not hurting you, then why not do it? Well, and it doesn't help like these people revolting. And I'm not talking about the people like that, that we know that we grew up with. Like, I, I you know, I, I don't care. Like your beliefs don't bother me. Like, I'm glad that you can think independently or whatever. But like. The majority of these people that are like questioning like the doc the doctors and stuff are are dumb. Like they're they're <laughs> stupid people. And I'm not saying again the people like our friends and stuff, I'm not calling them stupid or anything. But the like nature that. of being dumb is not being aware that you're dumb. Well that's yeah, the nature it's of being dumb. Blissful, but blissful. And the, that's the opposite too. Like when you know you're dumb, you're actually that's actually quite intelligent. Wisdom. Thought. Exactly. You're, right. you're wise. Right. Like like I know I'm dumb. Right. Like you know, maybe you know a little bit about a couple things. But there's so much to know. That's what I'm saying. It's an awareness that like there's there's the more you know, the more you know that you don't know. Exactly. Yeah. I just think it's like, okay, you have these scientists that are saying one thing and then you're going to listen to like a politician. Like, yeah, the yeah. fuck does that guy know? Like, that's mm. just such a weird. And, and like, you know, my dad's a doctor. My brother oh, is right. going yeah, to be a yeah. doctor. So like my dad heavily researches all this stuff. And like my dad is he, he's uh, just highly intelligent. I mean, for sure. And so he's, he's like, he keeps up on, on everything. And, and he like, says, wear a mask. No doubt. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. My brother, he's, um, he's in Miami right now. Um, he's going to be an anesthesiologist. Ooh, that's hard. And Miami is a rough area right now for all these, you know, COVID related things. Fortunately, I don't think he has to do a whole lot with them. Like they keep them kind of separate, but like when he was in St. Pete for his first year, and he had to deal with some COVID patients and, and, you know, just 
I don't really know what he did, but he did a lot of research on it. And it's like, you know, my brother is highly intelligent. I mean, if he can't find his shoes when they're like, you know, right next to him, but he could tell you like <laughs> anything about like your, your brain right, or your body your or whatever. Body yeah. Right. And, um, I mean, he's You're saying, why don't we trust these people and not all the, the dumb yeah, uh, people? Like if my brother and my dad just knowing, cause I know the way that they are, if they're like telling me like, Hey, you should wear a mask. They've literally studied the it. human body for their whole right, life. But I would say generally like the vast majority of people would agree. Like, I think generally, even people who are really against a lot of this stuff are like, no, we'll we'll wear masks. Like, I don't know what you're saying. I don't know. I don't know. There's a portion of people who are like freedom and stuff, and like don't. Wear but masks. when you say a but portion, not a lot when, of them. When you say portion, I think like thirty percent of the of our American population. That's is a, not willing to wear a mask. Is not yeah. willing to wear and, a mask. And then no, the, that's, the, not, the, that's the, not even close. Like they start saying like, oh, it's you know. Where I'm too patriotic or whatever. Like, no, you're you're the opposite. I bleed, you know, no, but there's, wet, but red, white, and blue. The well, bigger, then you probably the need to see a doctor. Is, <laughs> the bigger question is, isn't like, uh, I think the majority of people would agree. Yeah, let's we'll wear masks. More, the majority of people are willing to wear masks, but then there's a line that's past that where you you do get to a point where you can't ask people to go beyond a certain line, but people are being asked to go past that line. Like if you own a bar or a restaurant and you're trying to support your family and you're trying to make a living yeah. and the governor says, sorry, you, you can't no, do it. You can't do that. Then I absolutely understand you completely going batshit. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. It's it a, is a tough situation. Yeah. I don't know. The like, more this goes on, the more I realize though, that's, that's like obviously the devastation that a mass uh, like pandemic when it spreads out of control, like wildfire can cause in terms of, death and overwhelming hospitals and all of a sudden creating this huge disaster. But there's also like John is saying consequences for all of the parameters that they put in place. Like the economic ramifications are intense 100%. and we're talking evictions, homelessness, joblessness. Now that's more of an indictment on how fragile the American economy is. Meaning it took, it took, like you one what, prick though? in the balloon and it's it popped. Not, it, but it didn't pop. I mean, it's... The it's, stock market is at near all-time yeah, highs. Yeah, but the stock market is not the only metric but of I'm how saying, good we're this doing. Is yeah, a, but do you know who owns the... Like, the majority of the stock market is, like... <laughs> hedge fund managers. Yeah, and, it's yeah. being propped up by the Fed and a lot of things, but the, the economy is still rolling along. The, a lot of marginalized people in the economy are suffering greatly, but... It's not, we're not totally shut I gotta down. I got to challenge you on this because the economy, when you say the economy, are you, okay, the, the, corp, the, the corporations are I'm raking saying, in billions of I'm dollars. Saying, here's what I'm saying. These, these, these guys the are making billions. Is, is, yeah. not, is not destroyed yet. No, 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 it's not destroyed. That's what I'm, what I'm not, saying. You just said it was rolling along. I mean, when I, I, when I say rolling along, I don't mean thundering along. I mean moving. Of course, not a dead. You know, stock I mean, anymore. it's still rolling along. People are still spending. People are still buying jacuzzis, not as much as they were. <laughs> people are still going out to That's dinner. Economic metric. Yeah, it's a good uh, metric. Hey, so if you have a jacuzzi, hey, what? Hey, Jim, how many <laughs> jacuzzis you sell this week? Yeah. 
Oh, last year this time I sold 37 jacuzzis, but well, now I only sold 13. I sold three used jacuzzis this week, but and they're uh, funky. <laughs> <laughs> there are some funky jacuzzis. Have you ever Do you gone guys have jacuzzi a ju- shopping and looked at used jacuzzis? I've gone internet jacuzzi shopping. Don't get a used jacuzzi. No, no that's, that's no. Nope. Do you guys have like a jacuzzi sponsor for the he's show? Got a, he's got a jacuzzi. I have a jacuzzi, but it's like a super no, cheap. No, I'm talking about a sponsor for the show. You should get we're a jacuzzi op- we're sponsor. Open to, um, we are open uh, to sponsor. Jetstream jacuzzis. <laughs> there's a jet. You can't there's get a, your penis stuck in our jets. <laughs> there's a jet for every uh, butt where you sit. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, there's always that guy. Like, I feel like that happens pretty frequently where like the fire department has to come. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I've only it seen it. In, I've like, only I've seen, seen it, it on the movies. news. Like I've seen it on the news. Like it happens. I don't. <laughs> yeah, it does happen. It does happen. I don't know. Like, I think that maybe frequently. there's a lot of like what's going on in the world is probably outweighing the stuck penises right. you're not, and jacuzzis you're not right now. Jacuzzis now. Like, uh, I've yet to. It's not making the six o'clock news. No, these these are things that always happen in like big cities like L.A. and New York. There's so many. It's always people. a guy who's at like a hotel like. He's just like this. He's just like got his arms resting up on the side, and he's like, "Oh, hey, I can put my, I can put my penis in." There. And it's like, oh, 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 shit, oh no. Yesterday in Chicago, we had to get the jaws of life to cut a man's penis out of a jacuzzi. <laughs> That's oh, the relentlessness. I, of I, I don't under. Ryan's I, like, I, I don't know where to take that. No, no, <laughs> I, I don't I understand that. Like. I've I've never had that desire. I don't understand why anyone would just be like, oh, okay. Well, let's I get it 100%. Look, the human, the, <laughs> you, totally get it. The well, human. you have a jacuzzi. I don't, I don't I get don't. it like I want to do it myself, but I get like why it happened. I got to say, it's always a man, right? So it, it's, yeah, it's well, like it's the appendage. Well, I don't think you could get a vagina stuck in a jacuzzi jet. <laughs> and there's things you can get stuck in a vagina. You know what, though? Okay, it's so there's no question that that does happen. But how the hell does that happen? Because it's not a suction. Like a jet is blowing out. That's maybe the jet's off. Thought. Maybe the jet's off. Uh, I mean, that sounds it must horrible. be off. That sounds horrible. Must be off. Yeah, whatever it is is awful, and this is an awful. It's not topic. like there's anything soft in there. It's no, a hard it's piece of plastic. What, the, yeah. what is? I, I don't understand the desire. No, you know what? It's because it's coming out. Maybe it is when it's on, and it's coming out, and you just go in there anyway God, we're Matt, has, like has john tried this <laughs> this is like a college level physics problem yeah, pretty bad so if the angle is 30 degrees going inside <laughs> oh man oh lordy tons of fun what's your stance on camping i i don't mind it um emily has a bad back so it's mm. it's rough to yeah, you know on is. her and how are gonna cool her out there and and like i'm like not um, sleeping on the ground i'm not what i what you would refer to as like a manly man like i don't know how to do shit <laughs> have you seen your beard you do have a pretty pretty <laughs> manly beard. Yeah. I mean, you are, uh, thank you um you're I, sitting I, here with this big bushy beard going i'm not really a manly man <laughs> Dude, like, he's talking about like okay. out- outdoorsman. If you have a beard I, I, I like enjoy that, it. you're a manly man. I've spent more like more time outdoors recently because my son loves to be outside. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, the kid will will throw sticks for the eight hours if you let him. Like he'll right. just and he's just like, "Ooh, look at that stick!" and picks it up and wings it and like you have to be like, "Ah, oh, shit, look out!" <laughs> um, That's cool. And uh, but like, so he likes to be outside, and we um, we have like like this property that's out in Punta Gorda mm-hmm. and he loves to like go out there and just there's cows and stuff and oh, he likes cool. to ride the golf cart and 
So I've been spending more time outside, but like if I had to build a fire to like survive, I could do it. <laughs> but like, I'm not the per like if it's like, you know, there's like a line of like people, like I'm not going to be the first one picked to be like, Hey, we need you to like build a shelter and a fire and all this stuff. You know, like, speaking of golf carts, like that can't be underestimated. Like it's, it's un- disproportionately fun driving around on a golf cart or like a mule, like one of those gas golf, golf yeah, carts. Yeah, those like, things are cool. Britney's parents have, they live out in the ranchettes and they have mm-hmm. a couple of the side-by-sides and you go out there and it's just like, you know, dirt roads and trails through the woods and the stuff. The open and range. You, just, you jump on that thing and just take off. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's like a lot of fun, man. Yeah. It's like the, the modern equivalent of like being on a horse. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's just like a lot of fun to do that. And that's sometimes I'm like, when you live in a neighborhood, it's like, you can't do that. You have to live like out in the country. If you want to do that yeah but then there are downsides to living out there too going to the country going to eat, eat a lot of peaches all right name so, that <laughs> name that but none of us name that band on president the president of the united states yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. solid one hit wonders so what uh what are some of your uh like tv shows that you watch now in movies and stuff anything good anything funny uh, i just finished the show called what we do in the shadows it's okay it's about very like put, funny. putting your penis in it's the guy from, <laughs> it's, the guy from uh, <laughs> it's the guy from flight of the concord did that right um yeah I he, could, he i couldn't figure that show out. I, I thought that i was couldn't hilarious. figure that show out matt i, I loved I it i didn't get so the, good i don't get the the, the oh, first on. season was so good but <laughs> i didn't Jermaine. really hi jermaine dude it's dry oh it is their songs it's so funny their songs are they're great dude they're great the second season i was I, I'm the I didn't really hip-hop like. apotamus. My rom's a bottomless. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. And then he like just like And I like stops. British humor. I like British humor. They're not British. They're, they're the New Zealand. So yeah, it's one uh Jermaine, he's he writes the show. Jermaine. And uh <laughs> that guy, um what's his name? Uh he he's like a, a director, uh Take what I don't even know how to say his name. Ishimura? What Take Ishimura? No, that he, is, he just sounds I don't. Right. I mean, that's <laughs> just yeah, making that up. No, he's like a famous director. It's, I can't think. It's of very it. xenophobic. It's Take Ishimura. That's it's xenophobic. What he's doing. It, it is. What? Well, it's a Japanese name. You're canceled, John. He's not even. I don't. know. Maybe <laughs> you're Japanese. I don't know. Anyway, it's Take a, is a Japanese name. No. So just put Ishimura I, I, after I, I, any. <laughs> any. <laughs> God, see, it sounds right. I'm probably yeah, saying so it, it wrong. Kind of sound. Um, so anyway, it's about the show where these van, they're vampires and like, they live in like modern times. And so they can only go out at night and stuff, but they've been alive for like hundreds and hundreds of years. And dude, it is so funny. They have like, uh, like, I don't know, like, I can't remember what they, they, they're, they're like human that like does everything for them, but they have like a name for them. And, um, his name is Guillermo. He's like fat. Yeah. You know, Hispanic (laughs) So it's like true blood, but funny. Uh, no, I mean it's, I guess just you because could say it's that. The, like vampires, like it, it has vampires and it's funny. It's it, basically what it's, you just said. It's, right. it's not. It's just a flat out comedy. And like, okay. and then one of the vampires I live with is his name is Colin Robinson, and he's like this just just like bald white dude with glasses, nerdy as all hell, and he's an energy vampire. So he's just like really like boring like on purpose and that's how he feeds like his eyes will light up like oh, and the people will like start to fall asleep and like that's how he feeds he doesn't like drink their blood gotcha. and he can walk in the so day there's different types of vampires so yeah, he's, like a, he's like a joke killer vampire yeah. um 
Like a one, like a Debbie Downer. Debbie Downer. Yes. Yes. Okay. A Debbie Downer. Exactly. Empire. But it's just their dynamic is awesome. Um and <laughs> the show the show is just written really well and it's super funny. What's um, it on? It is on FX, which uh Little Dicky's show was on FX. It's I called saw Dave. That, show. that was pretty I good. Was little Dicky. He's a rapper. So he's like a comedic rapper. Yes. So he's, he's actually, good. Though. It's actually, I think you might find it entertaining uh, because he's like a, a, a white Jewish dude, like dorky looking, very dorky looking. Okay. But in terms of like his rap skills are out of this world. Like Matis like, Yahoo? But no, no he's, like, he's jokey. He's like complete joke, comedic. Oh, you know? it's funny. He's like okay. self deprecating. And he's like, instead of rapping about big cars, he raps about like how he can't get laid and like how he's like, you know. So he's like, like how Tupac would rap about being a gangster in the hood because that's his life. So the joke this guy is just like a nice Jewish boy. He raps so, about literally not having like a, a harsh upbringing and like you know, exactly. So because that's joke, all he knows. Look, the joke is that but he mo- wants to be a rapper. The modern rap music is all about uh, self promotion and saying how like self aggrandizement, self aggrandizement. His whole thing is like. Hey, I'm from the suburbs, and I'm a good rapper, and like I drive like a I drive and a Chevy a t- in Malibu. A TV show? He got a TV show. He, he was a rapper first, but he like I read his I, I listened to I read an interview. I didn't listen to it, and he was talking about how like the rap identity is how he like got like Mark. He wanted he wanted to be a comedian. Like he likes Larry David and Seinfeld. Like there's there's like his heroes, and uh, he he didn't know how to like make it there, so he like he found out that he was good at rapping and like he, so he did these comedic raps and stuff. Like that's, really he good. Got, like really good. Remember, he got really popular. Good at Unfortunately, the only thing I can think of right now is that movie with Jamie Kennedy where he's oh, like God, a Malibu. And I just want to throw up. Awful. I, I don't awful. think I've ever watched like it. That. It's don't, I, I won't. <laughs> it's, a, it's a terrible film. It's but, horrible. But, uh, it's one of the worst films ever. But Dave is just, it's about, he's like playing himself in it. So it's yeah. like, you know, he's trying to, it's, it's a good, pretty good show. It's interesting enough, you know, it's all right. Curb Your Enthusiasm is always like, that's, that's, that's that, that back? Seinfeld. Uh, I don't know, probably. Dude, um, Curb Your Enthusiasm is classic. I couldn't get through it. I tried to watch really this first like season. It? I couldn't, didn't like it. Oh my oh, God. Man. Do you Larry like Seinfeld? David. Yeah, I love Seinfeld. I, then I don't see, there's, I, and I know people like, like you that like Seinfeld I just, but don't like her. I don't understand. It's Larry the same David thing with cussing. Ir- right? irritating. I, mean, like, I could see how people Jerry Seinfeld is likable. Larry David is irritating. That's his like, whole, he's not a likable that's his guy. Whole shtick, right, which works as a supporting man. But you can't, I, for me, it doesn't work to be the hero of the show and you're just annoying. There's, look, See, I'm not going to lie. Not, there's there's episodes of Kirby and Thursday that fall flat to me. There's oh, not yeah, like It's not yeah. a home run every time. This but last season sometimes, especially. Sometimes he creates scenarios that are just hilarious. Like, yeah. Well, he's got a brilliant comedic part. Yeah, don't exactly, exactly. But I just, I don't know. I don't, it's not like I can't, get, I don't care about it enough to keep watching it. I love how he made an episode where he was wearing a... a uh, make America Great Again hat, <laughs> and yep. Trump was like, "I love this guy. He's wearing his, he's wearing my hat." I thought and the show was from like a decade ago. No, Kirby no, enthusiasm was like last season modern. came out. Like you know, dude, he's been Kirby making enthusiasm from like dude. 10, they've been years making ago. new seasons for like there's, five years. I think now. there's nine or ten seasons. Yeah, it, it, like, new seasons. Yeah, it's all together. So, but there was a break, right? Like they made him a long he, time. He ago. took a break for three or four years, I think. Yeah, he, he did take a, l- a little hiatus. All right, so I could probably get on board. Give with it the another new shot. Ones. Give it another I, shot. The older ones are better. Why in is my Larry opinion. David wearing a Make America Great? He, he was. He was because what he wanted to do was make like a people repellent. 
Like he, when he went, <laughs> yeah. so when, when he was out at the cafe, like he didn't want people to bother him. So he put on the MAGA hat and people would be like, like shun him. Yeah. He, <laughs> see, it's funny. Right? He cut that a guy funny. off on a motorcycle. But, but, and he cut see, this. Because the, the thing is, is, is <laughs> it's but, funny. But Trump, it's a funny idea. That's oh, yeah. why Seinfeld was so great. Because he knew enough not to be in it. But Trump like he could, came up with great ideas and then had whatever that guy who looks like him do it, do, do it. Oh, uh, George Costanza. George, yeah, um, Jason George, Alexander. Jason Alexander. But yeah. Trump comes out and he's like, oh, "I love this guy. He's wearing my hat." Which and he's is, like, who knows? You don't get the, the yeah, whole I'm thing. I'm making fun of right, you. Right. Like, no, people he's hate it's a people. Repellent. People hate you. Right. Yeah. In that in but that Trump episode, is, is great at that. But also, Trump might be know what's going on there, like psychologically. Like, right, because uh, there any, are some people who see it and go, "Larry David supports Trump." Right. Any publicity is good right. publicity. That's his mindset. That's his I thing. don't Get think that's what up. Trump thinks, though. I think he really thought that he was getting support. You Look, know what? Dude, there, a, you think he's playing checkers. He, he ain't playing checkers. I'm starting to believe he's playing chess. I really do. because, because That man is a, is a brilliant mind. But, you uh, have to admit a bril- that. A brilliant, I disagree. A brilliant mar- marketing mind. Like I, a marketer. Look, he I, knows how to psychologically get mm-hmm. market. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, Trump did nothing for the U.S. Like there's people that just think he like literally did nothing. I, I don't – I know, understand like – first of all, he's put in a, a bad position. Like everyone everyone hates him. It's got to be really himself, difficult to get things done. Getting into the position that he's in. I don't think he – You have a, to be I don't think he really that. wanted to ever be the pres- – like truly be the president. At some and point, I think yeah, he was like kind of surprised like it, it worked out. Yeah, I mean, but he could have bailed. Well, wow. there were a few times. He I guess you bailed. say that, but then, we, like, why would he have he like primary. Russia help him out to once win? The, right? Once the uh, Billy thing came out, he could have bailed. Dude, you can't deny that after that last election, like I saw, like when you saw the video of him and he was like, "Yes, Whoa. <laughs> like it worked." Guys. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm now like the he's president, like the, of the most United powerful man on the planet. The United Dude, and, he, States. and I just read some, you know, he made some statement about how he's like going to try to like run for a third term. It's like. He's saying if, whatever if, he if wants you, right now. He's throwing everything out. He's trying to go. He's trying to go full that, Putin. Listen, he's trolling. He's, right going, now. he's trying to go full Putin. So Oof. what? He's like gonna, a fascist country. Yeah. Look, if you support him after saying, like, if you support a third term, like, then you are the one that is not American. It's, he is trolling at this point. Maybe it's complete trolling. Did you yeah, see the Axiom interview with involved. him with uh, Jonathan Swan? Yes, dude. I had a. I, it took me like four times to like get through it all because but the was, amazing thing is it was a great interview like it was not he was not being like attacked at all like it was very cordial and like dude his responses were pathetic right and the amazing thing is that can happen time and time again and it does not matter because it's called it, it should. doesn't matter because you got this blind sure, loyalty to him it's, it's like a cult of personality and that's what he's created is a cult of personality, and that's but why he said he I could shoot that? someone in the middle of Fifth Avenue. But that Avenue might be directly that might me. be directly related to p- pissing everyone off. Like he pisses everyone off on purpose. I mean, that's pretty clear. Sure, right? he well, pisses a lot of people off on purpose. But right? he even appealed to you on some level, and I also mean a lot of guys like where it's like they appreciate that he's not scared to say anything yeah and in this and day and age when everyone is feeling like scared. i can't speak because i might get in trouble but i'm looking at those people and go that's what you want in our president that this ultimate fearlessness i want my president to have like a tiny like bit of fear of pissing everyone off well there's, de- there's a, a line decorum there, there should be a line need, right. a decorum you, uh, man, you know. put it i i don't know i 
I have a I have a crazy concept. Is it possible that the other countries in the world, like China and Russia, are actually not trying to take us down and destroy America and are evil and actually just uh, want yeah, to there's exist a really good chance and take care of the people that they're in their government and it's not some big shadow war and everyone really just wants to be friends yeah. and trade fairly and survive Possibly. they're probably yeah. like hey America if you just fuck off and leave us alone like, like we have just no chill issue. for a minute or but now that is a very real possibility but it also really is a very real possibility that that isn't the case like that Xi Jinping really is a son of a bitch you, you, know, you better look, you better look, edit that out. I'm not editing that out. Look, this is America. It, he is gonna look. It depends. Find you. Look to me. It depends on your mindset. If you see if you see the world as a zero sum game, so meaning that it's in order for one person to succeed, another person has to suffer. That that is the only there there is a limited and, and there is a certain truth that there is a limited amount of like resources and like who's going to win that war or whatever economically, but. Over. Like, do other countries want to see America fail? Some of does them Russia do. want to see America fail? Does China they, want to see America fail? I don't know because will Russia and China benefit from America failing, I, I or do they really generally just want like everyone to succeed and coexist? That's a good and be question happy? to me. They might because not want us to fail. fail. It they matters might, a lot. Like they probably want control. Like we tout like that we're like the number one or whatever, right? right. Like. They want to be the number one. I mean, that's and and they're rapidly approaching that. If not, uh, in surpassing. I mean, that's us that's already. the ultimate question. I mean, Democrats would say no. that's not the case. We just want to coexist. We're a global and community, and right? And Republicans would say, no. Like this is a race. This is a game. For sure. Like they would, if they could, they would send their armies over here and take over in a second. It's it's complex, dude. I'm sure there's people in Russia that would love to see us burn down to the ground and for them to whatever you know what i mean there's like cer certain people like, like in some places in some places it's obvious like in iran they're yeah, like yeah. want <laughs> us to die like bad yeah. right and that they're open about it but like i feel like there's a narrative that like russia is like trying to take us down and interfering in our elections well, that's and been happening stuff. since like the 50s like, right but it could in. be horseshit i don't think they're what trying to Russia's take just us doing down. their thing you know i think they're trying to like influence People they will, that right. they want. Well, so. and there's no doubt there's espionage and they're trying to like get American policy in a favorable direction towards them. Yeah. No question about that. But yeah. is it possible that a, our policy being favorable towards them is also favorable towards us? Is that even a possible thing? Like aging millennials poll out there. All the Russians, <laughs> all the, the Russians Iraqis, all the Chinese. Us. <laughs> Please let us know. Would you like to see America burn? Would you burn? like to see us burn? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. And I'm really not into politics uh, that much. It's just... I'll tell you I, the I, truth. I, I'm, I'm honestly on the fence right now. <laughs> I, I don't know who the hell I'm going to vote I, for. I just God. get more angry that like... You're one of those guys. I am. I seriously don't know. I think I, I, what annoys me the most is like and you'll it's decide not, the election. You know that. Yeah, right? you're, like you're, you're, you're the, you're the, the guy. swing vote, man. Are you guys? I don't, I'm not asking who, but are you guys? Are your I'm minds certain made up? of who yeah. I'm not voting for. I'm. I will vote, but one hundred percent. 
Oh, that's I'm, I'm pretty certain myself, Matt. Um, <laughs> not gonna say which way, but I, I think what I like really dislike is like, and it's all like I almost equate it to like religion, like the people who like are like so pious and like right, you like know like we're like being so sure that you're right is a pretty good indication that you're not right. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I mean? like, like if you, you're absolutely sure that you're right and everyone else is wrong, like if you go into wrong. defense mode, because I ask a simple question, right. like that's a problem. Yeah, I think is. like there needs to just be like open discussion. Like, that annoys me more than anything. And this is, we've talked about this already in the podcast that if you're under the illusion that voting one way or the other is some perfect pure path that leads us to a promised land of some of our ideological be- like something that's perfect it's not true it's gonna it's it's gonna be a change of direction of course collectively as a country if we could just take the venom out of it how, like if how, uh, is this... it gonna affect you at the end of the day that much is it that's probably not gonna affect me that much and it never used to but now i feel like it does more you know what i mean like whether it was um, Obama or McCain or whether it was Bush or whoever it was at that time. Like it didn't matter as much in those days. It was a Gore? Well, it was, yeah, it was Bush, Gore, and then Kerry was somewhere Clint, in there too. Yeah, yeah, Bush, Kerry was the next one. And then it was Obama, McCain. Obama, McCain, and Obama. Uh, but back then the it, didn't, it didn't really matter that much. Oh, yeah. But now, Mitt like, Romney. now Romney, it matters yeah. a lot. Just for the simple fact that, like, if Trump gets elected again, people are going to lose their shit. Look, look, Trump. Like those those riots Trump changed, that we saw. Trump changed changed the like. Some people will, and this people can argue this, and I will listen to them and say he changed the way we do political business in terms of now. It's like the gloves are he, off. The gloves are off. People are going to throw it on the table, and no more. And I actually, who gets so tired of the canned? political speeches. That's true. And it's Where just this like, monotone, like nothing is going to change. And that's why people liked Trump now, because he didn't do that. My, 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 my thing is, can we meet in the middle here and like have intelligent my discourse? Is, if this many people that's real are, are voting for Trump to the point where it's like half the country. Yeah. If that many people are willing to vote Republican and Trump is such a dick if the Republicans had a halfway decent human being, wouldn't the Republicans get like 70% of the vote? Well, I think the Republican Party is like, these viewpoints have shifted over the last like eight years or whatever. Like it's not yeah. the same party It's anymore. more nationalistic now. Yeah, it is. It's nationalist. It's more you know? passionate protect, and Protect everything at the cost of whatever, you know. Well, hey, fun times ahead for everybody here. <laughs> I'm, it's gonna. It'll be interesting to see how it all shakes out. Because either way, fifty percent of the population is gonna be pissed. Super off. pissed, yeah. <laughs> but if it's the if the we're at like seventy days of the like election. if if Biden wins, a lot of people are gonna be pissed. But that's it. Where if Trump wins, a lot of people are gonna be pissed and like go fucking crazy. <laughs> and and it won't. It will not stop. Like right. for four years. Like it's gonna be bad. So uh, yeah, guys, we need to lighten it up, man. Yeah, we, we do. Get out of this pol- we talk about some like poop or something. No, well, I see Matt. Matt over there is drinking a, a polar. Um, I've been really uh, into these. Uh, um, I call them craft waters. Like, <laughs> craft, uh, waters. craft waters. Polar uh, not, is not fantastic. Yeah. 
Um, I never. The, I used um, to actually hate these, but I actually started getting into which it. one is that the raspberry lime raspberry yeah. Yep. Yeah. John gets the off brand. No, that one's that's <laughs> like the premium brand. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I yeah, thought LaCroix yeah. was the premium uh, brand. LaCroix is, uh, you know. Everybody has them now. There's a bunch of them. There's yeah. Bubbly. There's like a Dasani oh, okay. one. Okay. Can we, bu- Bubbly? Let me, let me just. Not a fan. Fuck Bubbly. No, I, <laughs> I was a huge There's Bubbly. A huge Bubbly fan. I, I really got a bone to pick with you them. You know what? You do the same thing as I do. What? I like, like brands or companies or businesses and then they piss me off for some stupid reason <laughs> and you're out and i hate them the, dude here okay, well here's my reason i love the bubbly flavors blackberry is great um all of them like blackberry just stands out to me it's so good it's <laughs> good when it when it came out and i believe it's pepsi that makes bubbly okay when it came out 12 cans in a case Bastards are only putting eight cans in a case now. So that's not a sufficient number of get, cans. Like, get, get the fuck out of here. Suboptimal. I'm gonna drink cans. my polars. I'm gonna drink my. Actually, I just kind of go a rotate which whatever's on sale. I'm on a big watermelon flavor kick. The Lacroix has a watermelon. Lacroix's flavor. watermelon really good. is out of control. Yeah. And also, the Luigi's Italian Ice watermelon mm. is insanely good. It tastes mm. like a laffy taffy. I'm, I'm a not lemon. familiar with I'm that a craft lemon, water lemon brand. Guy. No, it's, a, it's Italian ice. Oh, it's I Italian ice. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm on an Italian ice kick. That's a dead, dead pain. It's the humor. summer. It's like super hot. I just like eat Italian ice. Uh, Italian ice. It's like less bad than ice cream. All right. Fair enough. You know, it's not good. It's still, really a lot, sugary. still a lot of sugar. A lot dude. of sugar, but. I can't, I can't, I know I was going to hear this a lot, but like sugar, refined sugar. Oh, no one's doubting that. The it's eni- the, it's like the worst drug in the world. Enemy. Yeah, it of is, your body. for sure. Like, for sure. You must resist refined sugar at yes. all costs. I don't drink soda, like, at oh. all. I I love soda, and I, I don't drink <laughs> it that much. I, that's why I, I started drinking craft water. Good. Is because i just trying to get off the soda, you know what I mean? But get off. I do, <laughs> kick, I do, kick I do drink. sufficient. They do it. Yeah. Seltzer waters, no, flavored no, they, seltzer waters do it. I, I love it, and I've just been drinking, like, more water in general lately. I try to. I, I got back into, water. and John, neither, John drinks it too, uh, but I got back into tea, drinking tea. Yeah. And now I have a thermos, like, and in the morning I'll boil you put a sugar. Whole, you put sugar in your tea? Uh, no, I don't put it. I'll put lemon in my tea. I put, I put honey in, in my tea. You put sugar in his tea. Jesus. My problem you, is... You need sweetness. Like, you need yeah, to taste sweet. Like, my, I have coffee honey, every put morning. Honey in it. I put a big, heaping teaspoon of sugar well, in my yeah. coffee every morning. I only put it's, creamer in my coffee. I can't do without... Like, I've tried to do without it, and, like, my life is not as good. You, But it's, it's, it's literally like a drug that you need to kick. Right, but it's, like, like also not that bad to put a spoonful of sugar in your coffee when every day have, every single day to have start, a dr pepper every single start day it's like day. 18 spoonfuls of sugar. okay so it, it's like it's like a person who who wakes up I'm and drink, life, drinks a beer life, versus life takes a shot all of liquor. about managing your vices i don't think it's, it's that not about bad. eliminating them it's about managing them. you know I what kind of disagree. coffee do you drink uh i have a grinder and i use starbucks beans oh, nice, you know what happens nice. when you try to manage your vices you get GERD. That's what I, happens. I suffer from moderate to severe GERD. If you eliminated, I, if you eliminated it, watch that go away. It will go away. Dude, I need coffee because that's like my. That is what. If it I don't have coffee, out. I'm in trouble. Yeah, me too. that's why I drink it. It keeps me. Regular. So put stevia in it. It tastes like shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't, dude. I just do creamer. That's it. I don't put sugar or anything in my. I coffee. can do creamer. I gotta have. I gotta have sugar. 
You gotta have sugar. Gotta have a spoonful of sugar. It's like almost sugar. too like enjoyable if I put sugar. I learned in it. I learned a long time so ago how to drink sense. coffee. That's the best part of my the best part of waking up is Folgers and sugar. In I've my learned coffee. how to drink coffee black a long time ago. I'm just, I've, I've I always taste of coffee. It. It's good. I mean, I like respect that yeah. and I envy that. Yeah. Not for me. Yeah. I did it for a while. Um, I, I I just really enjoy the strong oh. taste of coffee. For me, it was like. Uh, almost a punishment <laughs> like why, why am i drinking this like yeah seriously it but is like, like i would I rather just used, not used to it after a while and it's actually it it is not bad it's like it's an acquired taste it's like you know beer what or no thank else. you all right coffee hey. cup of coffee spoonful of sugar dash of whole milk so what are you gonna that's do me. in the that's zombie my, apocalypse? What, what oh if, my god, what a horrible! What if I gave I you this ultimatum? There's guys, doing, there's guys doing rails off public toilet seats. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's quite the jump in. Uh, yeah. Okay. Zombie apocalypse. It's a mild vice. I can have my teaspoon of sugar because there's Seriously, drug addicts out there. give me a fucking there. break. A teaspoon of sugar in okay, the morning. I'll give you a break. You All have right. a bag of give coffee beans, no sugar, in the zombie apocalypse. Like, you still gonna drink coffee? We're apocalyptic. All the rules are out the window. I don't need sugar. Is that going to be like your your stories? Like John's, like with his family, keeping them alive to find like refined sugar to like put in his coffee. There's plenty of. That's one thing that will not be hard to find in the apocalypse. John doesn't want to kick you because without these things, he's probably like an irritable. Oh, I'm a scum. Like he can't. De- you can't even deal with him. No, you can't. So for the sake of your wife. Oh, for sure, hundred percent. Take your sugar. That's why I say it's all about balance. Managing the vices. Balance is what you're saying. Man has vices. <laughs> They're there for a reason. They're your valve. They're your release valve. And you just can't let them get out of control. Just some of us. You can't drink a two liter of Sprite every day. <laughs> if you want diabetes, you can. Right. If you want diabetes, you're going to get diabetes if you do that. All right. You want to have a spoonful of sugar? Have a spoonful of sugar. Okay. okay, then have your spoonful of sugar, but then have your Italian ice. Up there then on your go, high horse go, with your go black ahead, coffee. Go, go, have your, go have your other sugar. Your you know? daily, That's it. Your daily a Italian ice. A spoonful of sugar coffee, in my fine. coffee and an Italian ice. I'm going to be fine. It Wait, so you, you're on these Italian ices daily? or No, not daily okay. at all. I would say once every three to four days. Do you go somewhere? to? <laughs> do you go to an, an Italian ice vendor for these or do you make I them at home? I take the Italian ice and I go and I hide in a dark corner by myself and I just eat it really fast. <laughs> <laughs> no, you get them from Publix. Oh, Luigi's okay. Italian ice. Look, you, you guys, said that very Italian like. You guys are both looking all right in terms like, you know, like uh you look healthy both of you. I it's just a, these I it's, have a gut. it's these I have a gut. Look, it's these tiny little things. Thank you for saying that by that the way. Adds up. You guys look good. And I'll tell you what. You're not like super. If, Matt, if you I look I was, good too though. You, when yeah. I was single and living by myself, you were, I went to the gym every morning and I was in very good shape. Right. But, you know, I got a lot of shit going on. I um I just yeah I don't have time okay I went to go cancel my gym membership and they're like yeah so you've been inactive for like 354 days (laughs) I'm like well welcome brother fuck you for saying that (laughs) (laughs) like I'm leaving looking around like you know we actually stopped charging you about two months ago I felt horrible we thought you you died It, it made me feel like a just a shit you know person, no, and I, I was paying for it. Though. I mean, it's ten bucks a month, so what Ryan, the fuck ever. I do but. the same thing, and I don't learn my lesson. I did I've go done for a that while. So many, me too. And like, I would you get up at like, while, dude, so I'd get up I canceled four thirty in the morning and go, and it's like I, I used to do that too. I canceled my gym membership, right? And 
what I'm trying now, it's, it seems to be working. Really, all you need are body weight exercises. Now, you yeah, won't if get, you do them you every day. get buff or whatever. No, Maybe if you, you do won't. body weight squats and push-ups body and pull-ups, you're going to be in great shape. push-ups. Right. Uh, That's it, all you need. And you, you don't need a special gym. But if you get it, one pull-up bar, it costs like 50 bucks on Amazon. The pull-up bar is tough because like yeah, it can mess it. up your. Look at Hersh- Herschel Walker. He that's what he did. He didn't lift weights, and he's like huge. Yeah, but he's just like naturally like built like that. All right, so it's, you know. I mean, he's Herschel. No, it he's takes Herschel work, dude. He he would. Dude, yeah, he, dude, dude. There's some, is that the guy that he just eats? All a, he has lentil soup and and salad once a day. Well, he's a running and he back. Does he was like, a former running back. He does like um. 2000 sit-ups a day he, that part yes i don't know about Dude, the lentil we all know we all know that it's guys that were born and are just like athletic ripped yeah but it takes like a that. lot of work though no too. some some guys i saw anyways just born like I mean, that it seems like i was like at a i started with a handicap man being you know jewish like how many like <laughs> That's funny. Our, our best athlete our best jewish athlete but is, you're like is, i don't uh, know dude some of those amari Mas- stoudemire <laughs> oh he is jewish, dude. some of those Mossad guys are fucking ripped but you're like you're like really good with money dude, the israeli intelligence oh, service not, but yeah, no, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't get that no one. it's it's built in it's it's in our blood dude, don't sell your people short those some of those israeli like <laughs> commando guys are out of control yeah the krav maga guys right sure. forget it yeah <sighs> Those guys are like intense. Well, geez, right? This got to probably be the the latest you stayed up in a long time. Right? Oh, dude, I was like on my way over here. I'm like, I, I'm usually in bed right now. <laughs> yeah, me too. But well, when your kid starts crying at seven o'clock in the morning, like you gotta go to bed. I gotta dude. say, it's it's you're our first in person guest. For anybody who wants to be a guest on Aging Millennial, it's a hundred times better. Hundred times better in person. Hundred times better. Awesome having you. When we do it, when we do it over the Zoom, take that, Ryan and Trevor. (laughs) We have our studio like monitor headphones, and we put like an earbud in one of them, Uh and then we have like an iPad there where we like do do it over the. And it works. It it works. Don't get us wrong. It's possible. But it kind of sucks. Yeah, you lose a little bit of the organic. Yeah, you don't have it. You don't have the flow, and there's like pauses, and it's like awkward. yeah, I had to say, like listening to to Ryan's and listening to Trevor's was was so awesome. Like it was nostalgic. It's it nice. was. It, it felt like I was like I, I'm telling you, like I'm listening to the podcast. I'm like ah, like I'm trying to like talk to you guys. And, <laughs> yeah, and that's I've, I've heard that people yeah, say like, like oh, they want to keep they want to chime in, but like well, look, can't. I mean, you know, like I said, we've been friends a long time. We have like a, it's so it's supposed to be a casual show. Like yeah, a, this is like yeah. no like call into the hotline if you're listening right now. Yeah, that's seriously. what I'm saying. That would be cool. We're gonna keep doing this, and like we, it's not like you're a guest once and that's it. Like we're doing this just to shoot the shit and keep in touch with yeah, everyone. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So and everybody, again, we always we o- and we always love for people listening to drop a comment. Give us a give us topics to discuss. You know, we're yeah, still trying to like, get that going. You know, participate. You participate. Know, get involved. Yeah. So, because because I know we got some people listening out there, so that's a uh, that's fun. So, the only what's, what's the highest listened connect. episode? I think we're getting up to sixty. Yeah, somewhere around there. Seventy. That's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah, but you know, it's like like I said, our goal is not to become world famous. No, our goal is to have fun with it. But what blows my mind is I thought this was like exclusively like for our buddies. But you go on our podcast. The, our podcast host is uh, Podbean, and they have they show you where people are listening from, mm-hmm. and it's like uh, Alabama, Oregon, California, California Michigan, Syria. Like, not Syria. <laughs> not there yet. <laughs> We're here. If you want to listen to us, please. Moscow. 
Yeah, Moscow. that's that's cool though. I mean, that's that's it's so like, crazy. I don't. I can't. I think it's fake. No. Who I the mean, hell is listening to us in Oregon? Who, because dude, people scour. People are looking for new podcasts sometimes, and they probably, like there are people listen to this podcast who don't know us. I, mean, I find that hard to believe. Possible. Why it's not possible. though? I mean. That's like know. Matt said. People do, like I. I do that. Like I, there's quite a few podcasts that I really enjoy. Um, Comedy Bang Bang being one of them. And like, <laughs> I've never heard of that. Oh, it's. It takes a little time to get used to it uh-huh. or to get into it, but it's like, um, almost like. So the guy's name is Scott Ackerman that hosts it. Um, and he he like will have like a guest on, and it'll be that person. Like Andy Samberg was on a recent oh, one. Okay, cool. And then he'll have like other people on as like characters and it's like kind of improv and like but they're like famous people that sounds cool and it's really it's really funny you know they have like on spotify like have the best ofs and like you could listen to a few of those and like that would get kind of get you familiar like with like the well matt Matt is is really into um your mom's house (laughs) never even is that, that, look, wait, am I about to walk into this no, joke? Or is this no, no, really no, a, no, 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 no. It's a whole thing. It's a whole oh, podcast. Okay. So, so I'll give you just a, a quick. And for people out there, it's just so sort of warning people here out here. Your mom's house is very lowbrow humor, it's and like it's fart jokes and stuff, right? Even more extreme. And poop, poop jokes. Even more extreme. Like Are this is stealing so, from your podcast. Do you, do you know who Tom Segura is? Oh, love him. So Tom Segura and his wife Christina Pajitsky. I think I've and heard they, of this. Now they're you say like five hundred something episodes, and they're one of the biggest podcasts out there. They're like friends with Joe Rogan and all mm-hmm. that whole thing. And it's they look they basically look at outrageous clips on the internet, like of like it's just crazy stuff, and uh, it's very like controversial. They actually just got kicked off of Spotify. Well, because they play they're like watch porn. Yeah, they do stuff like that, like. Like weird vibe. Like some of it's some of it actually is actually not very tasteful. Like some of it, <laughs> some of it has gone a little too far. But anyways, uh, that's a really funny one. Joe Rogan, of course, is classic. I'm a so, I'm a Joe Rogan and then, guy. And, the and then Bill. And then for me, Bill. I would think you would be all about Joe Rogan because of like the Joe MMA Rogan. stuff. And then yeah, for me, yeah. Bill Simmons is sports. But you got to like uh, basketball. He did a lot of basketball. Yeah, I'm dead, not a big basketball guy? guy. No. Yeah, but anyways, you do live here in town, and I I expect that we shall have. Uh, recurring guest here on aging millennials so i could see that happening here anytime yeah yeah to have you here so we just do this for fun so i'm down i I like it this was great it 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 was a lot of fun man it was good to like get out and like (laughs) yeah it's good to talk talk to other human beings yeah i mean we're you know it's it's rough like it is man especially when you got kids and it's like and our parents like because you get you so rarely get a minute to just sit down and chill yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. we'll find the normalcy, but uh, I think that'll. We're gonna wrap it up. I think we'll wrap it up. Ryan, thank you, man. Thanks for coming, and being on. Thank you for having me. I had a lot of fun, man. But anyways, everyone out there, be good. Yeah, thanks for listening. And take this has been uh, episode eight. Get easy, episode eight in the books. Episode eight in the books with your friend and ours, Ryan Zussman. It was a a pleasure to be here, everyone. Have a great night. All right. All right. See you guys. Peace out. Thank you for listening to the Aging Millennials Podcast.